0: You're listening to the Finders Keepers Radio Show from somewhere in the English countryside, making global
1: local.
2: Around the world, Finders Keepers Radio Show.
3: Welcome to the Finders Keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. Coming to you live, beaming around the world from the Keepers Cottage, I'm Pete Mitchell. We have uh, Andy Votel. Hello, Andrew. Hello. I'm Doug Shipton. Hello, Doug. (laughs) Hi, Doug. And sitting to your left is a very special guest, uh, Mr Damon Gough, badly drawn boy. Hello. I know this is a a lifelong ambition to come and join us at the Keeper's Cottage. I know there's somebody very special you want to meet a bit later on. I know you're very excited. It's a dream for
4: me to be (laughs) (laughs) here. It's It's exactly as I imagined it. You're like a kid at Christmas, Damon. When when you read a book and you've got your your own images of the people, the characters, when I've listened to the show and imagined the place in the countryside, getting here today, it's exactly as I, Mm I well, you like, must like be, like like Rod so. pink windmill. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you must be the only person. <laughs> person <laughs> you must be the only person who's read the Finders Keepers radio show book. Yeah. You're the yeah. only copy. Did you sneak one out <laughs> as a limited decision? <laughs> I squirre one out before Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's amazing.
4: Yeah. I put the address in my sat-nav to get here, and my phone. And Exploded. No, it just it kind of rolls up and sort of rotates <laughs> in, in the car. It floated. <laughs> it levitated. Levitated. What? <laughs> 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 a, like a, 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 a sparkler that you get on bonfire night wow. came out of the, the phone. Like a Disney movie. I just stuck itself uh, in the in the <laughs> dashboard and I just, just yeah. followed the spark and, and it went out just as I got here. Uh, the oh,
5: little star little star of bre- yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> little Star <laughs> of Bradbury. If, if,
3: if, if this was TV, you could see the, the childhood delight on the face of Damon
4: Goff yeah, there, couldn't you? A, yeah. You know how happy I am to be here. Oh well, you, you genuinely
3: tell. are. The, the last month we had the Krautrock thing, which I wasn't too keen on the Krautrock term, which we we addressed as we went along. Did we
5: change Pete's polarity? Yes, I think. But we what was it sick? Th- th- what do you mean we you would, went down? Dancing in your pants by uh, the end was of the uh, show. At
3: the end of it, but this one still fills me with a little bit of dread. Mini dread. Yeah, a little really? dread. A little dread. Micro dread. Can you reveal as to what we will be covering over the, the, the next two hours? Are
5: you ready for it? Go on. This is like you, well, you, you remember folk is not a four-letter word and prog yes. is not a four-letter word. Yes. What about? <laughs> <laughs> what about musical stage and screen? <laughs> Music <that's laughs> Is most word. certainly not a 4 letter if, if word. If that
3: was coming up on the TV, I, that's a program I wouldn't want to watch. Nobody's interested. I, you know, no.
5: it's, it just it conjures up images of guys who collect um, Wizard yeah. of Oz uh, figures and and Hello Dolly and stuff like that. Um, hmm. But what did they do
4: figures for the Wizard of
5: Oz? Well, yeah, well, no, when I, totally, I was just it? that, I do think that I know. I was thinking is, that. Have they? No, it was have on. Um, what's it called? They? What's that? Um, Where they go into? sheds in america and find a load of st- uh, what's, get, what's storage, hunters. storage hunters you've yeah. got
4: you've got me grips now <laughs> yes,
5: exactly that's why we invited you like because you, you like a, you like a little bit of liza minnelli in your life don't you <laughs> and the, the various you know somebody said i look like lights, my, my, a
3: bit of rouge depends what she's wearing my old cohort jeff says i look like liza minnelli is there, any, <laughs> is there, a, is there anything of liza minnelli about me really, well, really? Like, a bit like an older liza minnelli thanks damon you're making me so much better Anyway, what, what ground are we going to cover here? This is the. This start. is not cabaret. This is not Chicago. This is. No, it is. It is. It is. But there's things.
5: good music in those places. Right. You know, the music that we're listening to at the moment, the Jean Claude Vanier music, the opening track, yeah, was made amazing. for a ballet performance. Ah. You know, theatre. You've got to spread this out across the world, mm. transcending different languages and countries and different types of records, independent productions. God knows, you know, the musical as, a, as, a, as an art mm. form is a, as a wonderful thing that needs celebration. So it's got I, the
4: word music. In, hasn't it, Musical,
5: it has.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, yeah. oh, that's a, there's a clue there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a good start. Well, I mean,
3: who's uh, Al? <laughs> uh, well, he's, he's throwing. <laughs> you're throwing ballet. You're throwing ballet already, which ballet? is ballet. This is highbrow almost. All right,
5: uh, it's the top of the show. Right. Let, let me play you some intro music for an opera. Right. Right. Uh, so this is going to be instrumental. This is from uh, well, let's call it a popera. This is by Gieschornik and Francois Wertheimer from Paris, and this is called Popera cosmic
2: finders keepers be music
3: Listening to the Finders Keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. This is a show full of uh, obscure record knowledge, half baked opinions, light-hearted slander, and Olympic-size mispronunciations with, of course, Andy Votel and uh, our guest, Damon Gough. So, uh, off to a flyer. I might as well just hang, get me coat now, if, you, if you're not happy. You set happy. the bar very, very high. Yappy. Yeah, y- l- y- I think me and Damon, we we would about d- to have a real row, then. Yeah. <laughs> That's to come. That's to come. <laughs> I was looking in terror in the corner. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's a lot of drama in the musical and that drama in a different way. It almost has that sort of TV film or John Barry edge to it, you know, the, with the brass stab and and all that. Very I, dramatic. I mean,
5: the guy who did the orchestral arrangements, Mr William Scheller, these three guys, Guy Schornick, William Scheller and Francois Wertheimer. They're they're sort of like a few of the mid-to-late 60s dudes who were pre-May 68 who were messing around with conceptual
3: pop music.
4: That changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Left Bank, all all of that, yeah. 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 Riots all around the world as well. Good band, Left Bank. You you said League of Gentlemen as we were listening, which is... It's funny that, isn't it? It does
5: sound a bit like the League of Gentlemen
4: When you say say string arrangement, there's more brass prominent in that track there and the way it was slightly out of tune... The vocalist Eunice in it. That's what made that record interesting to me. Slightly odd. I think
5: that's mm. probably what you're going to get with musicals
3: because. That's what you get with Finders Keepers. Most we, records are yeah, slightly yeah. odd. Most of
5: yeah. them yeah. are
4: odd. And
5: out of tune. Yeah. But, but yeah. You, you've got actors taking the roles of singers, mm. yeah? And when you've got 10 actors. And a lot of these musicals are probably like one take. But a great as cover
3: well. as well, the uh, Popra Cosmic. Fantastic yeah, co- a, a cover, c- which c- always helps. What is the concept of Popra Cosmic? You might know this, Pete. but oh, no, I <laughs> won't. You know, like the, the French in the
5: space race, uh, regardless of America and Russia. I think yeah. the French are one of the a European forerunner. Yeah, I believe were, the satellites. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So I think that the so I think Popera Cosmic was a mixture between astronomy and astrology. Two words that I. <laughs> And get confused yeah. so you've Same got thing. there's something going on there about the the star sign it's clash of the titans was that a bit like that yeah. about the star yeah. stars yeah. like that. so that's what that was all about without a crash course in learning the french language i can't tell you much more was that a production it was very much so yeah right, okay. yeah yeah a stage production yeah right yeah of agit theatre i mean what is it that i mean how do you define a musical i mean what what the, the way i was thinking earlier it's like camp for camp, <laughs> yeah, for one. Camp. Well, you know, I mean... Broadway, the uh,
3: the West End.
5: It's funny because Rocky Horror Show does play a, a big part in modern musicals and that's as yeah. uh, camp as butlins, as, as, well, as they say. You know, well, I think uh,
3: when we were talking about musicals the other day, for me, Jesus Christ Superstar, a Rocky Horror Picture Show... And hair. The, and hair. Hair,
5: yeah. yeah. But okay. that's because it
3: had Naked Ladies I think it was, when I was younger. <laughs> you see, you know, and there was a lot of froze going on. What more do you want out of a musical? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think if the
5: song songs are vital to the plot and the plot cannot exist without the songs, then Mm. it
4: warrants itself being a musical. Well, that's where Jesus Christ Superstar is one of the forerunners because I remember watching that as a kid. It was like a ritual almost every year, Easter time, being brought up Catholic as, as we were. I remember for years, every time between seeing it on the TV or whatever, wondering whether they actually spoke in it, I could ever remember whether, there... but there is actually no speaking. All the dialogue's music in that. Does replying
3: song? You mean? Was it, is that true? I can't remember now. Is it all oh. that you said
4: to him, and you uh, no, said to me? And there's f- just there's no there's no talking in it, right? Uh, You're you, talking about that, the film here, or yes, the film, the film, film. Oh, oh, right? Yeah, the okay. right. Yeah. The, f-
5: the, f- the Lloyd Webber screen adaptation with Melvin Bragg and Andre Previn at the helm.
4: Yeah. But game. does that define a musical that that there's never any spoken dialogue? In it, uh, there are some that do.
5: Yeah, I bet if you're an absolute purist, you'd, you'd say. I mean, umbrellas are Sherbourg, Has that got any? Has that got any, well, any well, spoken we don't word much in about it? that at, like at all? A picture
4: show, does that have? Yeah, speaking in it? It yeah. Does, yeah they, they
5: it? do. Right, okay. The other end of the scale. What about the wicker man? Now I know I'm, I'm crowbarring this in, but mm. some of the music there is kind of vital to the. plot. maybe not. I mean, hair is obviously. Uh, really important for running, because that brings together street theatre and this sort of agit protest music. You know, it's politically driven, multicultural. And that would have brought together movements that were happening in, in Japan with, with foot and street theatre, political activism coming from Paris, and anti-Vietnam protest. And you know, that was like uh, probably one of the first. Galt McDermott's hair was a very influential global franchise which opened up the doors for hundreds, thousands of,
3: of independent theatre production companies.
5: I think that's where pop music really first got involved.
3: Funny story about the, the hair, because there was an arts programme as a kid on, on ITV on a Sunday night. The guy had glasses on and greased back hair, and they showed a, a live a, a clip from the, uh, the West End production of a naked lady, and the minute the naked lady came on, my dad turned the telly off, so <laughs> I, I knew. It was good, do you know what I mean? Right. So was he a closet nice. heterosexual? <laughs> <Was> he? <laughs> do you want to ring him? I don't know, no I don't and know. Find out. But that's the kind of nudity always helps is it, when you're a teenager, yeah. uh, uh, didn't it? I mean... Oh, I, you're both staring I'm
5: blank, blank. I've yeah. gone blank. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
4: don't, I mean, no, my that, mum might be listening. <laughs> yeah. She well, changed into this. I know, yeah, yeah. you have but to be careful.
5: The, the splatter range of hair was absolutely huge, though, wasn't it? I mean, there was productions in Japan and Sweden yeah. and all over the place. I'm I remember, sure
3: I read about these musicals in the music press when I was a kid as well. I'm sure Jesus Christ and Hair, were, would, you would read about them in The Enemy or Sounds or whatever. I,
5: I often hear about amazing rock bands disbanding. On account of Hair coming to town, yeah. because they needed a, Hair's coming to town. They need a new singer, and it split bands up That's because a great it was one. such That's such a so. Fifty yeah, Foot yeah. Hose, two of the members from Fifty Foot Hose, you know the yeah. LA
3: site band. Yeah, yeah. It
5: disbanded on account of Hair because it's like we can get more money singing. They all hair.
3: want to be in the production anyway because it was so good.
5: It was massive, hugely yeah. influential. But then there was Hair rip-offs. Right. And let's play a record from an amazing Hair rip-off. This is called On Pax Om, and it's from a film called Sign of
3: Aquarius. Let's hear it.
6: You are listening to the Finders Keepers radio show, making global sound local.
3: You're listening to the Finest Keepers radio show uh, from somewhere in the English countryside with our special guest, uh, Damon Gough, who's looking... I don't know, is it bemused or enjoy. Is, 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 is this a look of bemusement or enjoyment uh, on, on your face? It's a look of wonderment. Wonderment.
5: <laughs> Slight,
4: slightly uh, perplexed.
3: Preaching to the converted, I think, is what we'll be doing
5: with
4: think
5: Damon. So. With, with Damon, yeah. Right. I think he's a fan of musicals anyway. That was um, a, a slice of... Her, a Doesn't her...
3: sound quite right, does it? I mean, he's a fan of musicals. <laughs> <laughs> <is
4: he? laughs> oh, the guy that
5: likes musicals. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's
7: it, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was a bit of ha- hair exploitation, there. I think mm. that was a cashing on on hair. Guess, guess who the guess what the artist's name was?
3: I have no idea. Tom Baker. Tom, not the Tom Baker. Not Tom's no. putting it in. Uh, yeah, 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 not yeah, that yeah. Tom Baker. Okay, not, a not, Tom Baker, yeah,
5: not the, another Tom Baker. Didn't know you were a hair fan, did you? Until L- let the sunshine in. You, you, I remember you used to really like that song because I used to play a version
0: out.
4: yeah it reminds me of the early days of meeting you, Andy nights like Wandy's World and I think was one of the early ones. Yeah, 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 Midweek in Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the first time I heard Julie Driscoll, Brian Auger version of Let the Sun In, and it's a cracking version, oh, obviously, oh. probably definitive version in a way, Her vocal on it and the, just the track itself. So yeah, you introduced me to lots of stuff in those days, but that, that was always one of my favourites, still remains one of my favourite songs. I, I began to cover it on some gigs and I could never really work out the, the lyrics. There's stuff about Timothy Leary at the end. Timothy Leary Deary Yeah, yeah. yeah. All oh, right. Have right. ever heard that in? so for yeah. Timothy Leary Deary, like the sunshine, is the very right. last line. But, but there's also bits. I downloaded the lyrics just to, just to get them for when I did it on stage. And there's stuff about Manchester, England.
5: Absolutely. That yeah, that well, was, yeah, no. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Manchester, England. Manchester, England across the sea is, oh, is 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 a big part of it as well, which which was a shock to me. Yeah. And I was quite. I was quite. I felt quite proud and connected when I when I first. And then you watch the film. It, it, version of the, of the of the musical and and it's I just like all the soldiers about... marching uh, right. in Manchester England is a is a big I don't know the storyline but that's it's in there. Mm. I think
5: it's uh, uh, is it often presented as a as a
3: um a medley because yeah. it's but fifth, fifth dimension certainly is a medley. Flesh
5: isn't it? failures, yeah, flesh sign failures. of Aquarius, yeah. Yeah. and let the sunshine in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, right. So is that a medley?
4: Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. let the sunshine in is often brackets flesh failures, isn't it? Yeah, that's
5: yeah. right. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's Galt McDermott, isn't it? He's the Galt McDermott is a genius, the composer of that. He was wasn't too far away from a David Atsall style character. Right. He did a lot of other good stuff. You know, any
3: other uh, musicals? Tons, yeah. He yeah, did. This yeah. ting, was it?
5: Yeah, yeah. And there's a great version by um, Dennis Coffey.
3: Oh, who oh. We,
5: maybe we'll play that later.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah.
5: Um, now I'm gonna bring it on a little bit bit early now, but should we just uh, well should we invite Griffin to the fray?
3: If you uh, if you would like. Is it Nostradamus or
8: is it just a knockoff? This is Citaras in the eyes.
5: I'm going to play an old record of a of, of foreign descent, and it suspiciously sounds like uh, a well-known pop hit. Possibly a clue this time. It's quite specific to this show.
4: So, uh, if hmm. everybody, you understand the rules, Damon? Could the answer be on the label that I'm sat right uh, next to?
5: Absolutely not. No. No. you are. We saw you that. on Mastermind, mate. You <laughs> yeah, can't. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs>
3: You can't get us at the There's 11th no Springsteen hour. Springsteen on that label. Yeah. No. Okay.
5: Right. right. So we're going to go. You Love to- out? Yeah. yeah. So you have to sell us, You have to tell us what you think. Which popular hit, uh, uh, um, a massive hit in mainstream pop culture, this suspiciously sounds like that tune. <laughs> ¡Gracias por <laughs> well, you don't know. I'm not playing. I'm looking out the window. Damon listened to about two notes and he already started nodding his head. The musician is a show off. Yeah. Well, no, I think he's an avid fan of the uh, of the of the of the, with the, arguably the source material for this record. Mm. Um, this record we're playing now is by a 16-year-old cabaret singer called Grazia. Right. But the uh, bass line.
4: The riff belongs to it's uh, heaven on my heaven on their minds or heaven on my mind from Jesus Christ Superstar it's sung by Judas uh, Carl Anderson Carl in the, Anderson in the film absolutely version. got it in
5: one yeah. there you are dun, and keep it. Dun,
4: dun, dun. reminds me of something else as well
5: unbelievable the yeah. amount of people yeah. the unbelievably amount of people who've ripped that off but even more ironic is the amount of people that have ripped it off in the east right. you know there's um. Uh, uh, Gagouche from um, Iran has done a version of a song called "Divorce," which is the, which uses the, the riff. There's yeah. Italian Italian versions of people. There's a Pakistani tune, but that was um, that's from Tel Aviv, and it's actually a Turkish singer. Um, like I say, she was 16 years old,
3: and uh, yeah, I don't know what the track's called. It's safe to say Jesus Christ Superstar played probably in every country in the world at some stage. Yeah. A soil benny, it seems, looks like. Soil benny. Soya benny. Soya benny, yeah. Yeah. You've got good eyesight, you, (laughs) haven't you? (laughs) I can't even see the record playing for me, is it? There's a record on it, yeah.
5: Well, this brings me on to the thing, right. I mean, Damon, you said you watched it as a kid, as a devout Christian Catholic. Do you you mind discussing this kind of thing? No, no,
4: not at all.
5: I've always thought, that Jesus Christ Superstar is nothing short of blasphemous, mm. especially with the film version, when it all deconstructs and it goes back to the cameras and the crew, and it just to me suggests that the whole yeah. thing was an absolute farce and a made-up story. Not my opinion. I'm just saying I
4: thought that's what the film was trying to communicate. The the film version of of Jesus Christ Superstar was controversial without a doubt. Mm. I think I think the, the headlines the, in the Sunday Press and all that. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Catholic Church were in uproar. Or yeah. Christians, Catholics, that it was kind of belittling or sort of mainstreaming the whole thing. Irreverent. Yes. Yeah. It was, I mean, as a kid, I just thought the opposite. I thought this is it's just fantastic. The the edge of the music and the, and the the way it's shot, it's just got a certain quality and class to it. But like you say, when they dismantle the whole thing at the end, they're all getting off the bus. I think it's just amazing. It's just sold of that time in, in filmmaking and music. It's, it it, it, always, it reminds me of Sleeper by Woody Allen, yeah. the way it's shot. There's a cleanliness to how it's shot. There's a colour to it. It's but and, yeah, a, and it, it upsets people. Mm. It upsets a lot of people. Mm.
5: Yeah. I'm surprised for a start how many people haven't seen it because they're missing out. I mean, I think maybe I've not mi- seen it for a long time though. Is I, 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 it
3: ever shown on TV think, these days? I think people yeah, think around Easter a little. will it be
5: some somewhere? It I've not seen for decades the I, film. I think people, especially record nerds or music snobs, probably think it's a bit too a bit too uh, obvious. You know, a bit too mm. cha- a bit of a charity shop vinyl vulture classic. I think people stay away from it. I mean, the heritage, the people that play on the record for a start is one thing. But what I will say is, if anybody's seen Holy Mountain, if anybody's a Holy Mountain fan, and it sounds like I'm talking the opposite end of the spectrum to mm. me jesus christ superstar and holy mountain are one of the same mm-hmm. you know it's the same kind of thing the film deconstructs goes through different stories whether it's based I mean, I mean that's got loads of religious connotations anyway hodorowsky's holy mountain but if you like that try jesus christ superstar you mm. know mm. likewise if you like jesus christ superstar and you've not seen holy mountain try that out as well uh, yeah the heritage of the musicians involved though is unbelievable because the original stage show you've got like ian killen deep purple yeah from deep purple you've yeah. got a man, can't you, Victor Brox? Yeah, yeah. Victor Brocks from Ainsley Dunbar. Was buddy. Gary
3: Glitter in the original uh, cast? I
5: don't know. Paul Nicholas, you might be thinking. Yes, he was in the. Be, st- yeah. He was in one of them. Carl Jenkins from Soft Machine,
4: he plays on it. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. The piano playing's amazing on it. Carl Jenkins, I think, on piano, maybe unless it's keyboards. I'm the other sure. thing to quickly point out is that it's got—it it's, must have been where Lloyd Webber peaks. I, he wouldn't like you for saying that, but I mean, he's he's, he's done phenomenal stuff since. That's that's obviously successful around the world. But he's going to say Phantom of the Opera. Is that, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> that's, that's so very, many musicals, but yeah. the style and production on the original film is is just phenomenal, really, and and Tim Rice's lyrics as well are really to encapsulate the the message from the Bible in the mu- in the musical version of it. It's really clever. Hey kids, go away and watch it. Now. Well after the show,
3: obviously. Yeah. Listen Whenever to the you show. want. Yeah.
8: I, I mean yeah, yeah. There's
5: a, there's a, I mean, uh, Matt Berry, he's
3: a big fan of, of,
5: Indeed.
4: of, of Jesus Christ. He's a big fan of it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. See, see. See. yeah. sayers, um, you know, it's on your uh, on your doorstep there. Just go and pick it up from any local charity shop and uh, mm-hmm. delve in. Next then, what 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 have we got next? Well do you know what? I'm gonna play sticking on the theme of JCS. I'm going to go with uh, an Italian... JLS. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go with JLS. Split up now. (laughs) I'm going to play an Italian rip-off. My specialities are rip-offs. Here we go. This is from a film called Pop White Jesus, believe it or not.
2: Finders Keepers Second Class Sound
3: You're listening to the Finest Keepers Radio Show from somewhere in the English countryside.
5: You know what, I, Pete? I, I've just—I've mm-hmm. already noticed a, a, a loophole or a pit—no, more of a pitfall or, you know, a problem in the, the, the theory of this program thus far. Well, there's plenty of holes in it. Is the although it's a musical thing, we've been playing mostly instrumental music. Yeah. Yeah um so i just want to make that clear before i'm before any criticisms levelled at
3: me <laughs> by who i don't
5: know i don't know but um yeah you know um but but they're overtures aren't they yes. i guess so yeah. you know so they're instrumental themes from musicals thus far maybe but the next few cues will add a few uh yes, narrative narrative uh indeed.
3: lyrics have we thought of a title for this part from being uh, musicals and andy not your back on me like that. Um, B musicals. B musicals. How about yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Are. That's that's top finish. of the dome. Uh, we've got the uh, badly drawn boys. Our, our guest, Damon Goff. I never knew you were a fan
4: of the musicals. It's good to you. It's, it's like part of the brethren now, aren't you? They, that's, they used to refer to me as that guy that loves musicals, didn't they?
3: yeah yeah first back man. in yeah. the day yeah exactly yeah, yeah. All
5: right. the, the, that was um a rip-off of um jesus christ superstar called um pop white jesus damon's currently holding the sleeve there would it be safe to say that he uh, was a could right, you yeah. call him he was a false prophet really wasn't yeah he, i guess yeah. if he was yeah, a, a jesus like. christ superstar rip-off yeah. was it was it was another name for uh, someone who pretends to be jesus False
4: Jesus, a charlatan.
5: <laughs> yeah, a charlatan. Char- that, charlatan maybe? I don't know. I don't know. No, not to deviate too much from the greatest story ever told. Right. Uh, that track was
3: called Overdose. <laughs> right.
5: Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's quite attractive. Um, if you look on the back of the sleeve, it's quite a...
3: you know, the wind blowing the hair blowing across his face. Jesus... Well, um, Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Oh, right, very, OK. Well, I was, I was
5: going to sort of, like, take the mickey wind out Wind swept but, and interesting. Yeah, if you think he looks like me, I'd probably go as far as saying he's quite attractive. Got a nice moustache there for sort of these Bethlehem pastures. It's very finely trimmed. Like Harvey Keitel work around the eyes. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Like kind eyes, anyway. Looks like he's got a spray wig.
5: But, but made for Don Lorio and his ballet group, so it was a ballet. It was. Ballet oh, sneaks
3: back into the conversation again. Mm,
5: well choreographed piece. well choreographed. Have tried it, ballet, Damon, mm. as a young boy?
4: I used to like watching it on the telly. <laughs> right, OK. Did you? <laughs> what about you? I could imagine you in some, <laughs> some white
3: tights, Andrew. Oh, um, <laughs> never say never. <it> <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, up, up at bottom in your little tight tutu? <laughs> <laughs> <and> <laughs> the band
5: on that record were... Inf- <laughs> the band on that record... <laughs> <laughs> The band on that record were actually Goblin.
3: Well, yeah, right, goblin, go, yeah, our yeah. favourites, the Italian. Um, the much mentioned Goblin yeah, on the show. Are the, they the most mentioned outfit on this show over the last year?
5: Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Or Gong, maybe. Gong, yeah, yeah. Goblin, yeah. anything yeah.
3: beginning yeah. with G O. Yeah.
4: So yeah. 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 It's yeah. almost an anagram of Bingo, isn't it? Goblin. Yeah. Is,
5: yeah. It, is, is it? Is it? Blingo. Yeah. Da- Damon's <laughs> just bought some chocolates. Glamorous Bingo. And joined the. In the duration of that track, most oh,
3: of them have disappeared. As if,
4: a, it's a late Christmas present for it's like a uh, miracle. It's, it's like
5: a miracle a gift.
3: See what has happened here. Damon was so excited about meeting at the possibility of meeting tapeworm. He bought chocolates that long to give to tapeworm because mm. he's got a sweet tooth or yeah. a sweet mouth. A, a, <laughs> a <laughs> sweet mouth. I don't, I don't How know. do I, you I know? I don't know. But <laughs> we um... sweet sucker. So by the time by the time tapeworm arrives, perhaps saving one in a little wrapper because he won't be able to open it.
5: I, I was have. gonna say saving that one that looks like a chocolate finger. a yeah. bit into the what they cut chocolate finger. There's no biscuit in that. No, That's really? just um, yeah, really? it's like almost
3: like You've had four, is that have you had four? Four of them. Have you had four, Damon? Three, I think it was three Pete. You've it, had you've four you've had four.
5: That chocolate finger was a ru- a rug puller. <laughs> because <laughs> inside it was almost like it was like some sort of fondant fondant. See, this is fondant. one yeah. you don't
3: get this on the BBC, do no, you? Talking through chocolates. No, it's, it's bad. Hey? Any <laughs> any highlights there? I thought the strawberry cream was quite nice. A lot know. sharper than you commoner garden strawberry cream. Let's save them for guests. Oh, okay. Okay. From All this right. point onwards. Yeah, right. okay. that.
5: But that was Goblin. Vince Tempera playing uh, with with the with the rhythm section known as as, as Goblin right. Horror chorists. I think we should keep. In fact, horror is something also very prevalent in, in musicals on mm-hmm. account of the Rocky Horror show. Right. We often play that Vampires of Dartmoor record. It's become a great
3: bit of a record. Great f- yeah, record, yeah. I've
5: never considered until you said that it's probably. I mean, I've had to write sleeve notes about mm-hmm. that record and I've never considered it. It was probably. On the influence
3: like, of Rocky Horror. Rocky
5: it? Horror. I don't know if you know this, Damon, but Herotica. Is is quite a thing. I mean, I think you've heard of directors, film directors like Jess Franco and John Rollin. You know, they come under this this thing. You know, that mixture of sex and horror. It's mm-hmm. um, massive, you know. And I think Rocky Horror Show's got Michael to Winner. Do
4: with. Would he be <laughs> following that genre? Doing <laughs> 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 the, 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 the the insurance adverts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
3: What was his catchphrase?
4: Oh, well, it was. Uh, what
3: was the catchphrase? His catchphrase.
4: Not on your nelly, missus. <laughs> I can't remember it. One
3: in a row, one in a row. That was but, it, but,
4: it. But Michael Winner made those types of films,
5: didn't yeah. he? <laughs> did, did he? What? The Devils. Does that
4: Michael Ken Russell? innit? Well, there was always a bit of. You know, they're always a bit in the seventies. A bit like *Tales of the Unexpected*. There was always a bit of flesh that was. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I'm talking about sort of scantily split. clad vampires, and that's pretty much the. Oh, that's size. what he I wanted to I make. Don't, I, I yeah, don't yeah. think
3: Damon's that far off on a couple of those things. Yeah. Uh, we'd, we'd have yeah. to. You're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> God bless his soul, he's looking on the Skipper Scottish now. There so was a, a winner. There was a guy in
5: Germany called Horror Charlie, and he did a cabaret stage show called Horror Charlie's Horror Sex Show. <laughs> Early doors, big crowd, rock collectible. That's... Yeah. yeah, and that's what that's what he did. He, I think he was doing it in quite a traps involved in chains, all that kind of thing. Yeah, our good friend Jamie Dunning was looking for original copies of this record. It's a it's a three hundred quid crowd record. It's massive. It should have been on on last month's show, right? But Jamie got a um, Super Eight film of the show. And it's all, it's silly, it's all theatrical, sort of like, you know, lots of tomato ketchup and stuff, but mm, it's... Uh, good. Yeah, it's not, it's just basically Rocky Horror Show, that's mm. the sort of vibe. So I think there's a bit of a legacy there. Well, that, a tip here you know. not we? On a <laughs> no, Rocky Horror tip. Do you want to hear it? Yes. <laughs>
9: Arm und nach Weimar. Und wenn ich mich im Kreis umsehe, dann steigt mein Blutdruck
1: in die Höhe. Ich hau In
9: am Leben, wer wird sein erstes
7: Blut (lacht) leben?
3: You're listening to the finest Keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. Uh, we're with our very uh, special guest, uh, uh, Damon McGough, Badly Drawn Boy, and uh, Pete Mitchell and uh, Andrew Votel. What did we just hear then? Oh, look at this. Look at this horror. That black and white sort
4: of horrific. It, uh, I love the drums at the start. Yeah. That track just... It's like, it sound like a kit, but they're so squashed and mm. processed. Yeah, that's I, I love phased
5: drums like that, mm. uh, but after... 20 years of actually coming to realise that they sound terrible when you play them in nightclubs. Mm.
3: It's just, you know... Like the artwork, the I'm sure you're a fan of that, sort of black and white artwork. It looks like Hungarian or German or something. Yeah, Germanic. Of... Yeah, yeah, certainly. The horror sex show. Look what label it's on. Uh, the label is uh, on... horror horror
4: sleeve with Andy on it as well. Horror records.
5: That, what, you mean that big hairy beast in the middle? Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, that looks like me?
4: Stuff of uh, nightmares.
5: The horror sex show. Yeah, yeah him. Uh, the, uh, what Rocky Horror Rocky Horror has got to answer for, I mm, think you know? plenty of. But in Germany, that was massive. You know, stuff like that we go on about it all the time. But mm, mm. you know the um, the uh, Vampire Sound Incorporated and all them things. Yeah. You know, that's just one of the missing pieces in that whole world. But crowbarred it into the show, given the fact that it was a stage show. So yeah, um, yeah. And th- another horrific thing that's happened. When that while I turned my back to pick that record up, all the chocolates off the front layer of. Miraculous. Top gone. Well, I don't I don't know, know whether it was Damon's sort of like problem. a Messiah like
10: uh, um, miracle. Me there was yeah. there
4: was a couple Couple left in it. They've turned me back and they've gone. There's the delving oh. down to the bottom, oh, yeah. the second layer now, aren't we? A layer. What's that? What yeah. were you asking about this earlier? A... Uh, <gasps> What's that one there? Why do uh, they do? Is it, do? it gold? Is it that's is a, it gold? It's in gold. That's an orange. Oh, crisp.
3: it's beautiful. Is that the door? Uh, it is the door? Do you want is me to? Do you, do you want to? Do you want me to go, go and get the? Uh... He, Damon
5: Diamond doesn't know. how I'll find the door. Well, if you, if you, if <laughs> First you continue. time
3: continue, I just go. I think there's a, a guest at the door. I think I, uh, there's a, a pungent aroma in the air. just carry on, Pete. Tateworm, the cretinous parasite.
11: Hello, Pete. Hello, Pete. How are you doing? Fantastic. I'm so excited to see you. I'm feeling I I'm, I'm can't wait to see the radio show
3: today. Mm, I've got something. We've got a special guest for you to meet up in the, uh, the Keeper's oh, Cottage. Who is it, Doug? Uh, uh, no? Who, uh, who is it? Uh, so, you've met many famous people in. Famous? Yeah.
11: Well, I'll, well, I'll take her anyway, me, because I'm feeling spandammy nosy today. On. So come on. Who come is, on, is it? Who is it? Tell uh, me who is it going to be.
3: Badly drawn boy, Damon Goff.
11: You what? Yes. Who is it? Badly job! What, what? The wrong fella, what where's he at? <laughs> oh my, I seen him on telly. The missus loves all that about boy and how bewildered boy and all that. Oh my! You're joking, you're pulling my leg, aren't you? Come on upstairs, come. No way am I going upstairs with him, here. You should have told me to wear something decent. I feel half like naked. Oh, God. But uh, just tell him I'm not coming. Oh, don't. don't <laughs>
3: Look, Damon. Meet
4: tapeworm. Tapeworm. Meet Damon. Tapeworm. How's, how's it going? It's a pleasure to meet you, mate. Well, Absolute pleasure. Thank, thank I'm a big you. fan. I'm a big fan. Thank you. I've listened to all your all your shows. Fantastic to meet you.
11: Thank you. <laughs> uh, i I've, yeah. I've, I've wanted to meet you for uh, uh, astonishing amounts of time.
4: I, I feel the same, Tapie. Tate.
11: T- t- why do you not call me Tappy Pete? Um, uh, it's a thank
4: term of en- you. Term of endearment, obviously.
11: Thank, thank you. Do, uh, actually, do you mind if I call you? Do, do you mind if I call you Darren?
4: <laughs> That's fine.
11: Because C- I know it might be a bit over-familiar if I call you by your proper name, Darren.
4: Okay. Um, um, well, I've lost words as well to meeting you. I've got, I bought you a gift, though.
11: Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. What kind of fuse did you use in the plug on your first 4 trap when you started? <laughs> Uh, recording music for hours of Bewilder Boy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Uh, I think it was a three-amp.
11: Oh, my... Did you hear that, Pete? <laughs> oh, I did. told dry. you. I know. I told you it was. Three-amp. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, am f- f- Oh, it will...
4: Well, actually, I have got. I brought you a I'm gift. I've been, I've been saving it. been saving it. It's over from Christmas.
11: Pete, thank-
4: I knew I was coming in, and I was I've got to... I've got to I've, it's an honour to meet you.
11: I'm lost. Hey, for, I'm lost for words. I don't know what to say. You I, I, do you
4: like chocolates? I, I
11: love chocolate Well, no, but thank you. <laughs> um. Oh well, yeah, that's great. I probably won't fit in my uh, humble gob.
4: I didn't. I hadn't. I, I could chew them up for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> 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 well, c- do you mind if I ask you another personal question?
4: No. What,
11: what what brand of cassettes did you use on on when you were doing demos for Don't you forget to feed the fish?
4: I was I was mainly using TDK.
11: <laughs> wow! <that was> <laughs> wow! Did you hear that, Pete? Yes. Wow. Why don't you buy me chocolates, Pete? Uh,
3: uh, I, I i obviously need to change my attitude towards you, cretinous parasite. <laughs> You're a little nervous, uh, Tate Worm, in front of Damon now. Just put, act the professional like you're normal.
11: Sure, Pete. Um, well, I, I've actually got you you a gift, d- 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 um, Damon. Oh, that's very um, you, kind. I've got, well, it's funny. I'm glad I'm equipped because what I've got here, um, I'm feeling a bit more comfortable in your presence now, <laughs> but what I've got here is, um, so I'm going to play you at your own game. I'm going to play you at your own game because I've got, something which i've carried this around with me for ages hoping that i might possibly one they even bump into you it's a cassette but somebody dropped off at the tip once and it says the words badly drawn boy on the cassette written no, on no. and yeah and no. i think i don't i'm no expert on you you're the expert on you not are you much pop, you know more, a lot more about what you do than i or pete know about what you do <laughs> you know more about it. So... Should do, yeah. Because there's two ones on here called The Raven and Hungarian Folk, folk Song. and them by you. Because <laughs> it sounds nothing like Once Around the Block. Right. And it sounds nothing like Disillusionary.
4: It yeah, might be something I did ages ago, type work.
11: Well, well, in fact, well, if, that, if, if that's all right with you, Pete, and everyone here, including mm. yourself, Darren, if we play that on the show now, will that qualify as my my um, my contribution to today's radio station show. Yeah, should we play it? Oh Yeah, well, if that's all right with you, Darren, that's, that's it's fine. fine. It's
4: fine with me, Just do
11: what Damon says, all right? There uh, it is. All right, we'll, we'll play it. Now, look, I'm not... No, you you press play, Damon, because you know how to work these okay, things. OK, I'll do
4: it. I'll is do that really yeah.
11: him? Is it? Yes. yes.
3: There we go. Badly drawn boy on TDK set. Is that right?
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, Um. Well, what do? Well, I mean, what do you think,
3: Pete? I think it's amazing,
4: of course.
11: I think it's weirdo stuff, personally.
4: It's a bit no. weird. Bit weirdo. No, would you say it's weirdo stuff, Damon? So I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to put my name to it. It was it's something I did ages ago. You've now. got
11: no choice putting your name to it. Someone's written it on the tape, and um, uh, you know, and now we played it on the radio. So you stuck you, you. You're I'll up. Um,
4: I'm lumbered with it. Mm.
11: Yeah, you're up Shut creek. If you ask me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, listen, if you're looking for a new record deal, your number's up. <laughs> you're not going to get one with that. <laughs> to, <back> to everyone, <laughs> that was your new devil. <laughs> That, that rubbish was your new demo. <laughs> what were you thinking with that? <laughs> what were you thinking with that?
4: i have lost my mind.
11: You must have lost. You've lost something. You've lost your next record deal. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving being with Ali Drone Boy. Have you, um, how long have you known him?
3: Oh, I've, I've, a long, long time. Have you
11: ever bought you chocolates?
3: Uh, never.
11: No, we're we getting on like a like a house on fire, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Have you got any other uh, worm friends, Damon? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, no. This
11: am I you first? I, I think you are. So Can I go as far as saying that I'm your best worm friend?
4: Oh, that, that sounds appropriate.
3: After this meeting, yeah.
11: That's awesome. So me and you should start our own radio show.
3: I'd
4: love to.
11: That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Because I'm a dab hand at all this stuff. What Pete's doing there, it's not rocket science, you know. You?
4: I can see that you've got what, oh,
11: listen, what you need? What you need now at this juncture in your yeah. musical ability is a personality. <laughs> if you've got a personality, you can take on the whole universe. <laughs> You can take on the old guard. You know it's, it's, ama- it's amazing. Pete's told me. Pete tries, don't you, Pete?
3: I do try, really. He does
11: right, yeah. try. Sometimes he even cracks a joke. <laughs> Have you got any jokes? Uh. I mean, no. I mean, no. I mean, no. You, you, I can... So tell us a yeah. joke. i confident now. Tell us one joke off the top of your head. Uh. But don't make it last too long.
4: Skeleton walks into a bar. Gone. And asks for a pint of lager and a mop.
11: <laughs> is that it, is that it?
4: That's it. Skeleton <laughs> <It's
11: good. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> a mop. It, a mop book <laughs> <laughs> <walks> is <in trouble. laughs> a Skeleton! Did he say a skeleton? Write that one. Right, book that down. Get it down! Get it down. Get down in pen. Get it down in pen and ink, so I can then I can use then I can use
4: it. Yeah, that oh. one oh. table. Yeah. Oh. Could
11: you could you uh, would you mind would you uh, would it be rude or, or impolite to ask you for an autograph?
4: Oh, that'd be fine. That'd be Is that for all you, right for you? For you, yep. mate.
11: Can you sign one of me one of me max maxels? <laughs> yeah. Just across there. It's it's for me. Uh, it's it's not me. I'm not that type of dude. But it's just for the uh, for the <laughs> misses because. She's 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 you know she's obsessed. She does not get out that much. She liked that one, the fattest guy in Britain. She watched that on the box and she And lo- she loved she loved it. Do you know what I mean? So you could just do her an autograph, there you
4: are. Of I will. What's her name?
11: She'd make it out to tapeworm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, what tape? That's what. Yeah, that's lovely. I didn't realise you were an autograph hunter because if you look down at some of these records you brought today, it says Damon, to ta- a lot you, of them says it's to take do you think yeah, yeah, a very uh, quality the and playing What would you think, instance, like the Max
11: uh, LMX Type 4? you some amazing autographs TDK some SA really famous musicians Excuse the, me, Peter, do it to you mind? I'm talking down about TDK SA Type 2, would that be one of your Yes, yeah. I find it's very, like the spools are a bit... Do you know
4: what? I use that a lot.
11: If it's not too, like in, if it's not too impolite, I mean, uh, if you would like to continue this conversation somewhere else, maybe I could, you could come back down to the tip and see some of the are different kinds of shells that I've got. I've got ferrets, I've got all sorts. I mean, the amount could of crawl, the amount of crawling that goes through tapeworms, tapeworms, machines. is are all right with you, Peter.
4: It's a dream If it has to be,
11: I mean, you could just leave you here with Andy, and you can get on with the show. It, I mean, if you would like to c- come, uh, c- oh. carrying me back.
4: Seriously, I'd
3: love it, to. It yeah, it would not be a great deal of fun without me and Andy.
11: I mean, I've told them, um, I've told my wife that I'll be back before eight o'clock tomorrow night. But if you, <laughs> if you c- just, um, you know, it could be, it could su- well, she'd surprise her, you know.
4: How do we get there?
11: Well, if you'd like to do the honours, I'll just jump on and then well, you can sort of carry me there.
4: Oh, I look forward to this. Come on, yeah, Tate Wim. Hop brilliant. on. Let's go. Come on, Paul. Yeah, yeah.
11: All right. You know, I mean, if, if, if I've got some fantastic pink shells from Hungary, which are perfect, and the... the, the oh, this the, is amazing. The, it's not <laughs> motivated It's almost like they're waxed at one point, the way they it turn around so quick. Broomstick,
1: broomstick, who's going to jump my broomstick? Broomstick, broomstick Who gonna jump my broom? Who gonna be my broomstick bride? Who gonna jump my broom? Come on cat, jump over the broomstick It's only six inches off the ground and That ain't too far to jump just to get married Chef took away the preacher Master took away the book my true love and my broomstick, they only two ain't been took. So the broomstick be my preacher, broom be my Bible book, hi, hi, cause I'm a gonna be my true love's feel and She gonna be my cup. Ah! Broomstick, broomstick, oh, who gonna dump my broomstick? I'm ah, Look at that jump, she's
5: ah, okay, baby yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A nice, uh, funky outro was. From uh, Tapeworm and Damon's departure Yeah, It's that. a
3: beautiful moment as The Keeper's Cottage yeah, A yeah. friendship was born,
5: more yeah, I or less so, so, yeah. 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 that, that music then was uh, star-studded cast, actually it, Would you believe that was David Axelrod? No, I wouldn't David Axelrod—he—he he, was—he's total um, uh, musical theatre mat- material, isn't he? You yeah. know, with his with his mm. uh, with his big flamboyant arrangements. Yeah, but that was made with um, Cannonball Adderley and Nat Adderley, Julian. Mm. Which one's Nat? I can't oh, remember. I yeah, yeah. I, I watched a, recently watched an episode of Kung Fu. You know, the <laughs> the, the David Carradine. Oh, of course, they remember yeah. it. Yeah, and, and it had Jose Feliciano, David Carradine, mm. and Cannonball Adderley all in an episode together.
3: But Jose uh, wouldn't be performing any sort of karate
5: no 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 they were bank they were like bank robbers or something hidden a cave and um, yeah and they had a jam at the end, and <laughs> and Cannonball was doing his his sax, oh, right. and um, Jose was playing guitar, and Sounds um, like a good night out, isn't it? <laughs> and David Carradine was playing koto, Whoa. or maybe uh, oh. some sort of Japanese pipe.
3: Right, so, so, when yeah. I first heard that, because I thought musicals, broomstick. I thought witches, uh, you know, witches of Eastwick, or uh, oh, yeah. you know, follow the yellow brick road, or whatever. Oh yeah, the whiz. Yeah, the Wiz. Nice of, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, Dan yeah. Ross. Yeah. The
5: vocals on that is. Uh, Joe Williams, big Joe
3: Williams, singing about a broomstick, and yeah, and it doesn't mean witches, does no, it? No, not at all. What does it mean? Uh, uh, something to do with marriage. I, I. Have I dreamt that we had this conversation somewhere? Never had a conversation about
5: marriage with you, no, No, not yet, no, (laughs) No, not yet. Stop. Time will
3: come. I thought we'd we'd spoken about this over the broomstick, which is a familiar theme in in even 50s rock and roll, isn't it? I think it's marriage or gypsy marriage. If you jump over the broomstick, it's in some sort of quarters, it's deemed as marriage, I think.
5: Ah, if you just listen on the record that follows, this might might
3: substantiate that.
1: I'm gonna sweep you in my arms and with a hammer swinging in each of my hand, I'm going to tunnel us through to the promised land.
5: No, maybe not. I don't know maybe, if that's, that doesn't substantiate a proposal. Not really. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
3: Perhaps we were completely wrong as usual. Yeah, I don't know. Mm.
5: This is the B musical finders keepers yeah um, finders keepers radio special we've uh, what i like on the show we've been talking about a lot of mainstream sort of stuff and mixing it with very underground music yeah. and we've mentioned hodorowsky as uh, a true bastion we of, always, uh, yeah, always, Hodros- always 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 Hodorowski. holy mountain soundtrack available <laughs> on <Finders Keepers> record. <laughs> Um yeah his group the panic group which was him arabal and roland topor he was a brilliant illustrator for Magazines like Harry Carey, Harry Kirry, mm. which later became Charlie Hebdo. Oh, okay. Uh, and he was a brilliant satirical guy. Tupor wrote, wrote the Tenant, the Roman Polanski, um, the, the, the Roman Polanski film. Right. But and he also did the drawings on Planet of our right. one of our, uh, our favourite soundtracks. Well, him and this guy called. Arabal, Fernando Arabal, they got into this agit theatre stuff and are making brilliant sort of radical street theatre. And I mean, that's the background that they all came from. The mm. likes of Arabal's films and Hodorowsky's films all come from from a theatrical it's a background. Good mob, yeah, yeah, good crew, good, yeah. very good crew. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should play an Arabal theatre why, why ex- excerpt.
2: Finders Keepers: An Alternative History of Music.
5: I can only imagine it's a transitional scene. Um, I don't know if I've got my pronunciation right. I know one person who, who, who would be able to tell us a lot more about that, and that's Griff Reese. Right. Maybe we should call him... In a minute Me and Jane uh, Were were lucky enough To star in Candy Lion The uh, stage adaptation Of Griff's concept album Um,
3: You said it was One of the best things You've ever been involved in
5: uh, Now we're in the midst Of the musical show uh, And we can talk about Things that we've Like the Arabal thing That we just played And various other things It came close to A big mix mix Of you know You were full of it When you got back It was amazing Mm. It was really It was really good I'm very very proud To be involved Yeah Uh, Because it's over now
3: Mm. Forever? Do you think? I don't know. Never going to be reprised? Maybe we should give him a bell. Yes, and find out more.
5: Okay, Welsh
8: dialing code for Mr. Griff
5: mm. Reese
8: Hello. Uh, Hello. Ah, it's Griff, Griff Reese.
5: Hello, Griff, how are you doing?
8: Good, thank
5: you. So we're doing our show about musicals, the Finders Keepers radio show about musicals. Pete, we've just played uh all-star cast Welsh musical yeah. nativity performance, uh, and I also mentioned Candy Lion, Griff's um, play, um, which was also a star-studded cast, wasn't it, Griff?
8: Well, musically speaking, there was Cliff Skurlock on drums from Lawrence, Kansas.
3: Formerly Flaming Lips.
8: Yep. Sweet Baboo from Clan Roost, Emma Damon thomas from Eylet, Lisa Jen from Nine Bar. Yeah.
3: Is it easy to explain the, the plotline, Griff, or the outline of the show, the theatre piece?
8: Yeah, it's set in Pixel Valley so far back into the past that it's in the future. <laughs> and the people who live there are made up. they sort of a hybrid people. Uh, for, for example, Candy Lion obviously is Pat Candy, Pat Lion, joined by Merangutan and Polar Pear and uh, various other hybrids.
5: So it's like an, ima- um, an imaginary menagerie, isn't it?
8: Yeah. Or as my,
5: th- uh, my daughter referred to it a, a tiramisu? Do you think of that? Not bad. <laughs>
3: tiramisu. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
8: Tyranny. Yeah. A tiramisu of tyranny. Yeah,
3: just a couple of and performances of this uh, show so far.
8: We did 22 in a row. Oh, OK, right, blimey. In an abandoned cricket stadium <laughs> and... Yeah, basically, Candelayan comes bad and messes with this sort of cooperative valley that works the system. Candelay messes with the the, loosely. Yeah,
5: yeah. She destroys the sociability of of the whole um, community with greed, I think, is the main thing. Without exaggerating, I came back and told all my mates that it was like, you know. If you te- it was like a rock opera taking mm. the best bits out of Arabal and Hodorowski productions right. and mixing it with William Klein, yeah. and then adding a little bit Ooh. of Griff Rees to it <laughs> oh, yeah. for this pro agit theatre wow. rock opera yeah. with sort of pink, rubber-clad <laughs> military police and sounds improvised amazing. radical politician yeah. rallies Whoa. and various other things and then giant inflatable Whoa. and a mix between basically <laughs> the banana splits, Funkadelic. <laughs> and the list just kept on going like that and people just said, oh, Andy, this sounds like one of your press releases yeah. just, yeah, you just try to make it into something that it isn't but as people know and trust Griff and everything that he's involved in it was exactly that did that do it justice there Griff with what I was how I was trying to well, explain yeah
8: it? we were keen to fight the tyranny of gender assigned colours you know how girls and boys are divided to pink and blue you know the um the macho military are dressed in pink, and that—that's something we wanted to play with.
5: Right at first, you tried to like paint the whole studio pink or something, but they—they they got a bit nervous. Is that right?
8: Yeah, they, they thought men wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, um, I suppose, designed to compete with the uh, pantomime season. Right. Yeah. And and take it on, and hopefully ridicule it.
5: Yeah, take the pantomime bull by... Take the pantomime horse <laughs> by, 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 by both the, horns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my kids went on telling everyone they'd been to the weirdest pantomime ever, you know. They went to the X, X-rated version where Cliff from Flaming Lips X used some colourful language, which Herbie thought that was like you know probably like the all funniest these, thing all going. these christmases rolled into one the best christmas present herbie could get was um the, the, some bad language <laughs> some bad language from, from cliff that he could go back and use as um schoolyard currency so uh, yeah. yeah i've got cliff to thank for that amazing thing it's hard to think that things like hodorowsky and william klein didn't influence what you did in candy line griff but then having thought about it more there's such a rich culture of musicals in sort of Welsh pop, political pop, independent pop music from Wales, with stuff like Salem and, uh, Gf- is it Gafedwyd and Mike Stevens' various things. I mean, you know, if you look yeah. at the sign label and Wren, and there was tons of tons of um, amazing musicals coming out of the 60s and 70s.
8: Yeah, and things like Mestith, Crazy, M- Mappinocky, based folk operas and the um there was i suppose the the first one was um there's a uh, folk opera called from the late 60s by garen jarman and mike stevens with a, a full bbc orchestra the drummer got ill on the day and so for the recording there was this new drummer who'd missed all the practices and he just goes for it, and he doesn't know what's going on, but he seems to keep up. And um... yeah,
5: the most, the most, over the most overambitious uh, percussionist in the greatest Mike Stevens uh, musical stage play never released. It-
8: Never released. Yeah. There's an audio copy that surfaced, but the, the BBC threw out the actual film as they used to do.
5: What's um, the only audio in existence?
8: Yeah, I suppose it's similar in tone to um, the Melody Nelson album or something by old Serge.
5: I can always remember the name. It's one of the few sort of musical names I can remember because it's got the word Moog at the end, which is MWG, which is also a Mike Stevens' EP, but... What does moog mean? Smoke. Smoke. So, so, what's, what's, what's the, what's the English translation of the Mike, the unreleased Mike Stevens?
8: Uh, Etivety means. (laughs) Does
5: it? Does it really? Does it really? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, the another you know, one that we mentioned earlier, the the amazing one with the big sort of soldier on the front, which was a brilliant TV sort of Jesus Christ superstar.
8: Is that Aranith? Yeah, yeah. How, how does that translate? Uh, Meshtith is uh, what what do you call it when you put a bad karma on to oh, someone? Is, is it called a curse
5: on your nest?
8: Yeah, cur- yeah, a curse on your nest.
5: Yeah. Uh, oh, we showed that last last year at festival number six. We like, did just clips of it. That's you know? amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. just a, it is amazing. You see, that's something that you don't that you don't get in English TV. We never got as many things like like mm. that.
8: In, in a way, maybe it's no accident that these things happened in the in the seventies and eras where. It was the most, society was at its fairest when it comes to wealth distribution, I suppose in the 1970s. And there were grants available for the arts where people could put on really ambitious ideas. And a lot of these things would never work commercially when things are left to the free market, it usually becomes a bit blander. It becomes Jesus Christ Superstar. Or...
5: Yeah, we just played one off. Is it Geffenwid?
8: Geffenwid, yeah.
5: G-Fenwid. Is it safe to say that's the closest thing you'll get to Jesus Christ Superstar?
8: There were some that had religious overtones, and there was quite a lot of um, Christian rockers in that era. Yeah. And, and I suppose people were jumping on the Jesus Christ Bandwagon.
5: That that band AD73, which is quite an unknown, Welsh seven inch on the Ren label. Maybe one of the guys from Hergest or
8: the guy from uh, Pererin. Pererin, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were a deeply religious band. A lot of musicians saw God in the early seventies. They went to an island on the Menai Straits. There's a church on a little island, and um, according to local gossip. Lots of these rockers went there in the early 70s and took acid and saw God. Right. And um, th- there was quite a lot of... Um, I've no idea if it's true or not. There was uh, a few... Who are, we? Who are we
5: to disbelieve?
8: Yeah, th- there's a few of them. Uh, sort of changed direction after that.
5: One, it's not Ukkarel, because that's the Turkish band. Akarayth. Did they have religious?
8: Um, the um, Tekwin Ivan. is a minister, and uh, so obviously very religious... And I think he he was always a believer. I don't think he was part of the um, island crew, right. but he was consistently religious. Um, Akeress was fairly secular. They were more political. He's got an amazing voice. He sounds like Jean Clark. He's got that tone. Mm-hmm. I saw him when I was about six years old.
5: It's got a nice vibe to it. That like a lot of these, you know, things like Guff, Guffenwid was almost like a rock supergroup. It's almost like you've done the same thing with Candyline now by bringing quite a few important people on the Welsh scene. Charlotte Church was involved in... In, in She was at the, at the performance the night I was there, and I think she did her own her own bit a few nights before. Is that correct?
8: Yeah. At one point, Candy Lane grows so big that the whole band and the whole audience get swallowed up into the belly of Candy Lane. And then... Uh... The actors uh, have a conversation by Torchlight, and weirdly, Andy Votel and Jane Weaver appeared. <laughs>
3: Stars of the uh, show.
8: In one night, and uh, Charlotte Church was there another night. They get picked out.
5: When, when Candy Lion first came out, the album, it almost started like it was going to be a concept album because it went straight in with the sort of almost like a news flashy kind of thing, and then there was such a, such a conceptual piece of pop music. But then it seemed like after that, it just turned into a really good pop album. And do you think by doing the Candy Lion? And performance, you've had a chance to revisit it and add a concept to it. It's almost like the play was Candy Lion revisited, and then you've added, like, you know, you've you've sort of made narrative links between the tracks on the album.
8: Yeah, it's a right, about six new songs that made sense, and I, I kept about half the record, because, like I say, the the album's not a fully-fledged concept record. But there's a song called Skyline at the end, which it's a 20 minute ballad about aeroplane hijacking that that's a concept in itself so I was able to dramatize that with professional actors
5: it's like the sort of like the, the short feature thing that you get before a feature film comes on but you've kind of put it on the end instead
8: <laughs> yeah so you get a musical followed by a, a musical anchor <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah people stayed unbelievably
5: on a totally different note here right, Pete, i'm yeah. gonna go a bit Off menu. Do you remember a 1983 TV programme called One Summer about two Liverpudlian kids who ended up in Hmm. Wales running away from school?
8: Yeah, they escaped to North Wales.
5: Yeah, it was like a a Willie Russell story that he disowned because he didn't like the casting of it. But it's kind of seminal because they they sort of mix a sort of like the post-punk era, but a bit of youth rebellion and then a whole load of... Terrace culture close mm. happening. Mm. Well, Finders Keepers have found the original master tapes on Of the you.
8: soundtrack. Oh, no way. Hey. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the Mouth theme tune. Yeah, yeah.
5: Do you, do you want to hear it? Yeah. So that was the theme tune to one summer, nice, With ma- the mouth organ theme. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know who it's by?
3: I have no idea. Griff, do you any idea who it's by? No idea.
5: Alan Parker, who played guitar on Melody Nelson. Ah. No way. <laughs> yeah <Really?
3: laughs> well, That's a great
5: connection for you, It, it all, all links back together. Not technically a musical of any sort, no. but it had music in. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you remember when they go into this Welsh pub. They on TV. There's like a weird banana splits TV program on, and it's Miri Mao. <laughs> 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 would would it be safe to describe that as the, the Welsh banana splits, or uh, maybe Griff can give us a clearer?
3: Yeah, tell us about that, that show, Griff.
8: Well, it was a deeply weird <laughs> TV show. They also had, occasionally, a late-night version. They lived in a sort of psychedelic cave. There's probably bits of it on YouTube. The leading character was called Caleb, like a giant anteater-type figure... There's a, a guy called Dan Door, which looked like uh, the Hellraiser character. And <laughs> There's another guy yeah. called the, uh, Dean Cray, which was a, the actor was actually killed on set. Really? He went out for a cigarette and um, his, uh, he died.
5: What? Well, his suit set on fire?
8: No. Yeah?
5: But no why? What was it made out of?
8: Polyester. So. Yeah, it sounds like a polyester incident.
5: It's got Miri Mao, which which translates as big fun. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, big fun.
5: Wasn't much fun for that. No. Yeah, no. No sm- yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm glad you remembered that because I wondered if that was 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 greened in in Wales. So. Yeah. All right then. Um, so we should talk a little bit about. Um, we've just got test pressings, and I'm right in the middle of doing the artwork for the soundtrack to Set Fire to the Stars, which I think Griff is that the first ever dedicated soundtrack album you have made and released
8: to be released yeah i've got i've got two unreleased soundtrack records but this is the first one that's been released
5: i know you did some amazing stuff with the director phil collins who's also worked with letitia mm. and Demdike stare and other great friends of the show yeah.
8: soundtrack. that was the, the first okay. one i did with a, a band called the Newell, um, north wales's premier surfact we went to berlin I took part in an yeah. utopian TV shopping channel. It was broadcast throughout Austria, Switzerland, and Germany, selling experiences like interrogation, for <laughs> example. Um, <laughs> but nine euro ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we played continuous music,
5: you could argue that it was it was bonafide krautrock. Really, yeah, I think yeah. it would 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 have said.
8: Yeah, apart from when like. Reggae interlude. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh reggae, like f-
5: French reggae, frege is is a thing.
8: Welsh reggae well, is um, originated by Geraint German. He, he did a series of albums with, I um, mean, he grew up in urban Cardiff and he had links to the Rastafarian community and made sort of proper reggae records. And they used to play him on reggae since and since the Channel Four.
5: Amazing.
8: But it, but it happened to be in the Welsh language. But the strange thing was that he inspired a number of bands from rural Wales who possibly only heard him.
7: Right.
8: Yeah. But also become reggae bands. So there was a, a weird sub sort genre of, of Welsh language reggae made by people inspired by Geraint German.
5: Reggae was big in in Bethesda. Was it for a for a short amount of time? Huge.
8: Message, yeah. Huge. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Just to add, Pete, Garrett Jarman is the guy who plays the part of Spotty in Super Ted, is that right?
8: Yeah, and was a member of Baron Menning. Of course. In, in the 60s. There's photographs of um, him and Mike Stevens and Sid Barrett wow. hanging out in temperature. Yeah.
5: For uninitiated fans of the Finders Keepers show, Baron Menin were almost like um, a Welsh answer to yeah. Osmatantis oh, right. okay. featuring Heather Jones. Right. Well, Griff, it was great to hear from you, as always. I would love to recommend the show Candyline to anyone who's willing to watch it, but sadly, it's no longer <laughs> on stage, Aww. so it can only exist in the mythical mind of, uh, mm. of um, previous patrons. Indeed.
3: Well, we look forward to your brand-new album, Set Fire to the Stars, out very soon on Fighters Keepers. Right, well,
5: cheers, Mabon, cheers, Tegan, and cheers, Griff, and we will hopefully catch up soon.
3: Thank you very much. OK. Thank you, Griff. Bye. Thank you for joining us on a group of recent family uh, in Cardiff on the Finders Keepers radio show.
7: Mavi is in bygwth pob
1: doethineb. Ma fi o'r sair sy'n creu casineb.
0: Ma fi o pennaeth rangaeth rwm. Pensau'r hyfel yn
8: curo fy nhrwm.
1: Ma fi o'r sair creu lona'n y byd.
0: Coiliwch fi, by enw yw gofi.
12: Mae fi yw'r sair sy'n creu gilyniaeth, fy enw yw brad a gwenniaeth. Mae fi yw'r sair
5: sy'n creu i pob newyn y gwacder pell ymol a'r plentyn. Mae fi
0: glannau, hirnas fy
1: angai.
3: There you go. You listen to the Finance keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. We joined the uh, joined up with the Welsh countryside uh, uh, for just a moment there with that song, and, and previously uh, the very wonderful Griff Rees. Yeah, that
5: uh, outro there was in fact the intro to uh, Naya Benar, one oh. of the great Welsh mm. rock operas we were talking about. We, uh, we we actually released a contemporary rock opera, uh, Welsh rock opera, on Twisted Nerve. Once, oh, okay. Yeah, called Curdant. Uh,
3: mm. Do you
5: want to hear a bit of that?
3: Yes please. She yeah.
2: the healing that-
7: I'm a
1: man of the world, but I'm
7: not
3: little
5: piece. Yeah, Tune, t- Toon to- to- yeah. um Yeah. It's good that, really M- good. MC Mabon, there's only r- 300, 300 singles we pressed of that. Well, they all fly off the shelves. Well they did actually, yeah. I mean there's 500 copies of Badly Drawn Boy's first EP and that w- went for a, £100 in various circles. So it's rarer. It's right. one of the
3: rarest twisted nerve releases that. My brain always says, Did you have 20 copies under the desk for yourself to sell? Or no. Never. Not your, no, more, not your style, That is it? No,
5: nah, I'm more interested in um, pressing the next record. Yeah. I'm very loyal to the record collector community. Power to the people. Yeah. Crate diggers are, are my
3: people. <laughs> <laughs> You are the president of the Great Diggers. No, uh, no, I am not. No, no, no. no. Is there a, is there, there must be. There yeah, must be yeah, somewhere. Yeah, not, You're high up there. You're
5: on the like board, me. aren't you? I don't know. I get kicked in off the board and springboard. <laughs> 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 so the Japanese Hair soundtrack bequeaths samples, namely the uh, bass line off Halftime by Nas. <laughs>
7: I tell you it's a dead end. It's a dead end. Oh yeah. yeah. I tell you it's a dead end, my oh, 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 oh,
3: oh. Powerful. Powerful. Very powerful.
5: E- either my my gr- grasp of the. Japanese language has become somewhat second nature, or mm. that record actually was sung in English. I think you might be right in sung that. in English. Sorry, mm. sorry, I feel like I've let you down a little bit there. Not at and, all. Or uh, well, like, not for the first time. No, being the... Or the last time. Minister of Unpopular Exotic yeah. Culture. Um, somebody who oh. can speak v- very good French, I hasten to add these really? days, is the lady who has just sat down next to us. It's Jane
6: Weaver.
3: Hello. Hi. it so, has been absent from the show for a couple of months now? You've been solely missed, but you've been busy. You've been back in the studio.
6: Yeah, I've been asleep.
3: All right, yeah, after <laughs> the tour. Very tired. It, yeah, yeah.
6: Last year I was so tired after all those gigs
3: yeah.
6: and partying hard that I just needed a big sleep for a couple of months. Go,
3: girl, go, that's what I yeah. say. I'm
6: rejuvenated now.
3: We're here, we're here on our musical uh, show. Musicals, Jane, where, where did, when did the, the musical enter your life?
6: Um. Probably Probably quite early on because my mum was a massive fan of like things like West Side Story and, and, and her Guys and Dolls and Seven, and South seven Brothers. South Pacific in the collection yeah. as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. You, you're calling yourself a bit of an expert
6: here. Well, charity
3: shop classics. Yeah, yeah, they're, always yeah. Always in there. Nothing, they're always in there.
6: Nothing too avant garde, but I'm quite good on the old pub quiz questions. There was Jesus Christ Superstar, of course. And then, as a teenager, I liked things like The Rocky Horror Show. I still think it's a great great record, that, actually. Yeah, it is. It is great.
5: I've I've levelled the same notion at a couple of people now. Was Jesus Christ Superstar deemed by someone of a religious persuasion like your family, was it deemed as blasphemous?
6: No, not
5: at all. Right, well, the thing is, because I've played records to your mum and dad... And I played like a Pierre Henry Mass for Liverpool, which is the most sinister religious record mm. with loads of concrete backwards talking in a sort of Black Sabbath sort of style. That's the devil. And and James mum's just like thumbs up, go for it, <laughs> whatever spreads the message of the really? good Lord. Yeah, as far as it
6: depends. Do you live some... in a castle
3: at the top of a hill in a, down some lanes? Yeah, yeah, it sounds kind like kind of.
6: It. But I think it just depends. I mean some people, some people <laughs> may may find Jesus Christ Superstar blasphemous.
5: Jesus Christ Superstar, Christ superstar, yeah. superstar blasphemous.
6: Yeah. But yeah. um but no and it, you know, some of the songs in it are belters. And Carl, Carl Anderson, who played Judas, is, is one of my mm. favourite singers. One
5: thing Jane is great at, though, is identifying things from musicals that I never knew were from musicals. Now, I can say stuff like, well, I don't yeah, know. As that's wow. the same pretty good. Yeah.
6: What, what was that? <laughs> I- no, it's because, of my, you know, my mum was always singing various songs. Like seven just, Brides for Seven yeah. Sisters. Jazz
5: standards, oh. like favourite things and Inchworm and all the... I yeah. mean, I don't know. and, and um,
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, cherry. Chim, chim, <laughs>
5: Right, now that's...
6: Ba- Mary Poppins. Yeah. There's a version
5: by Solid Admiranda, Jess Franco's um, leading R- really? lady. Yeah, Chim Chimini, whatever it's called. Oh, I don't no, really no know what it's called. rated version. Yeah, 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 yeah probably.
7: Chim
10: Chimini, Chim Chimini, Chim El ser un modesto desollinador Chim Chimini, Chim Chimini, Chim seas feliz con tu amor, el ser un feliz desollinado. Aunque tu cara se cubra de hollín y tengas la piel como el negro carbón, aunque la tos no te deje dormir y el humo en los ojos te haga un llorado. cherry El ser un modesto deshoyinador Chinchimini, chinchimini, chinchincheri No impide que seas feliz con tu amor El ser un feliz desollinado. En los tejados tú impones la ley Los gatos también saben que eres el rey y la ciudad aparece a tus pies y el cielo y las nubes más cercas las ves. Solo una vez tú sentiste un temor al ver en la calle con otro a tu amor.
5: Uh, imagine playing that to a full dance floor on Saturday night, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and that's all you did. No,
5: no. <laughs> Queen of the horotica her- genre. That was solid, Admiranda. Really um, yeah, you know, so made week. me laugh a lot. I have to say. I- I, I might release it. Yeah. I might release it. You yeah. know, I think that the horror collectors, you know, would uh, 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 be up for that because she was a ho- a great horror actress. You know, mm. sadly passed away. We've mentioned it. We've played on the show before, yeah. but um, yeah, not the most horrific record.
3: But well, you know, uh, that has that like, element of surprise when it starts the familiar bit. Yeah, yeah. made me laugh. Ho- I, don't, I don't think that's the reaction you'd probably want when you're playing to people, really. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. No, <laughs> horror, horror records.
5: You're holding your very own copy there of the Rocky Horror <laughs> Picture Show. It'll yeah.
6: slightly, slightly. <laughs> not prize it from your
3: fingers, can we? Yeah. Slightly
5: bedraggled. Yes. Copy.
3: Well-worn copy.
6: Yeah.
3: It is the greatest modern musical of all time, Rocky Horror, isn't it? Yeah, think? yeah. Well, I, I think it's There's great. Yeah, I think is, it's no, totally no, nothing weird. Nothing touches it, is it, really? I think it's what about the weird. sequel? Was there a sequel? No. Yeah. Well,
5: well, what well, about the sequel to Rocky Horror I Show? I can see it. No, I've no idea. There's a sequel to Rocky um, Horror I'm Show. And what would that be called? Out. The sequel to the Rocky Horror <laughs> Show was called Shock Treatment.
6: Oh. Uh, no, what, what year was that?
5: 80-something. Yeah. Pro- off, off the top of my head, I'd say it's about 1981. I think we're talking about a complete flop then, are we? And all I know about it was it was released on Halloween. I remember its theatrical release was Halloween. Right. And it's uh, like a black comedy. But is it Brad, and, it was? Brad and Janet? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the main characters in shot treatment.
6: Really? And, uh, 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 the original the original ones no, uh, in play- Susan Sarandon and No,
5: played by different people. Oh. I think mm. Jessica See, I Jessica I like Harper, Susan Jessica Harper, is that yeah. a person? And it's it's made in De- it's made Denton. Denton again. Denton yeah. Denton yeah. crops but not up again.
3: Denton
7: yeah. roundabout. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> not Denton Roundabout.
3: I think you'll find it's Denton between Gorton and High. Can I just correct you on that? I think you'll find it's re- <laughs> Denton Island these days. Uh
6: it's
3: Denton Island. Denton Island apparently. No, it's not just off the coast of the Caribbean.
6: <laughs>
3: Ashton, <laughs> Ashton, <laughs>
5: yeah, Harley Woodley, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: But it was um, what's in my face? What's he called now? Tim. Tim Curry, yeah. Tim Curry, didn't mm. he not want anything to do with the Rocky Horror show for a long, long time? Why he he? it? Why would he
5: disown it? He, he looks, he looks stunning.
6: In my opinion, in <laughs> no, that film, he's got a great leg. Who is
3: the uh, the guy from uh, the the TV show who wrote the thing?
5: Richard <laughs> O'Brien. Yeah, Richard O'Brien.
3: I when I was doing the radio years and years ago, I got a call from Richard O'Brien. said, going to come on the show. I've got a new TV idea I'm coming up with. So he came on the show and he said, "Do you want to do?" It? I said, "No," but he said, but "Get any listeners to come and audition. We're going to do this thing where we go in this big warehouse and go from different areas." And that was the Crystal Maze. Yeah, it, it
6: was amazing. It as was.
3: Well. It was great. Yeah. Oh, T- Eddie Tudor was quite good at it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah good stuff.
6: Yeah. I still love watching
3: that. Yeah, still on one of the on Dave 96 <laughs> or something. <laughs> one of the one of those channels. Anyway, I digress.
5: You just remind me of another, tra- another transsexual... Um, I remind you of t- trans... You, you remind me of another transsexual right. uh, musical, Pete. Um, uh, well, first of all, the Coquettes, they must have, have some... You know, the Coquettes, that brilliant yeah. theatre group from yeah. L.A. They were—they did musicals all the time, and mm. there were some great people involved in that, including Sylvester and yes. uh, Divine. Yes. Oh, they all came right. from that Coquettes Sounds movie like yeah. right old in, uh, in San Francisco. Stew. But then I suppose that cross-dresser thing, there's quite a few... Good global exponents of that in theatre. And the Japanese, there's a good, good Japanese thing. I mean, Japan hair in Japan was great, but there's that film Funeral Parade of Roses, mm-hmm. a pretty well-known thing. But Suji Teriyama, the director, he did this thing called Baramon. He was always using cross dressers with some mm-hmm. amazing soundtracks, because, I mean, all his... Mm-hmm. In fact, we could play a record that was associated with mm-hmm. that.
9: ノボラナイ や back, back, back. 違うといや、皆様にお祈り願い。キラキラと目を光らせ。肌前を鴨豚。やっぱりその顔で。分かっでしょ。だって、血が大き 100円。ここつまあ飛ぶ
5: Sudden, sudden yeah. ending there. Um, yeah, I promised that I'd play a Japanese language record. And you have. And those, and by cross-dresses to boot. Right. Yeah, Baramon by Tenjo mm, Sujiki. Heavy right. psych. Yeah, Heavy yeah. psych. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've still got Jane Weaver here. Hi. I think a pivotal moment of Jane's record collection <laughs> would be a bootleg green tape of... Saturday Night Fever and Grease. <laughs> yeah, that her dad actually wrapped up as a Christmas present.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't have a lot of money, and like, a lot of my friends had, you know, albums and stuff. And what my dad used to do is go, somebody in work would buy it, and then <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> somebody would do the taping of it on the st- on the yeah. high. It's a bootleg. Bootleg bootlegging yeah, full. basically effect. What, bootlegging. What did yeah. your friends
5: at school think of this?
6: Oh, well, for Christmas, so I got I got Kate Bush the Kick Inside, right. so it's like seventy-seven, seventy-eight, yeah. and uh, for Christmas that was ra- a tape wrapped up, right? And then the next tape that I unwrapped, which I wanted, was Grease backed with Saturday Night Fever. Wow! So when when the kids in school were saying what they got for Christmas, and that, that mm. somebody said I got the Grease tape, and I was going. Yeah, I did the green one and everybody's like, What are you on about the green one? Mm. I was like, Well the one that says like T D K on it or something and, <laughs> and it's got like <laughs> It's not, like oh. me at the other side. It was like what are you on about the colours oh, got like no. Sandy and and oh. what's his face? John <laughs> Travolta and Olivia and John, and it's black.
3: Unearthing uh, these terrible, the tragic moments Greece. in your childhood. And I, this, and then I
6: realised, I remember the feeling of just being crushed because oh, I realised that my mum and dad had taped it. We've all
3: been there, Jane. <laughs> don't start me off on my... I remember <laughs> I wanted um, the equivalent of a KTEL record or, uh, I don't know, the compilations, any of them MFP uh, music right. pleasure records, and I got one of those things like Hallmark where it was people pretending to sing the hits of the day uh... and I had to take that to the school disco. Stars when it was...
5: on 45? Was that it wasn't sort of... far
3: short of, yeah. you know. It was, it was a terrible moment. Embarrassing. Market yeah, supermarket covers. covers. Elton John yeah. did a lot of them apparently, didn't he? But Do you know
5: yeah. what my first record was?
12: <sighs> no.
3: It
5: it yeah. was Space Oddity by David Bowie. Okay. Sung by a cat called Major Tom. You
3: are joking, are no. you?
5: No. Where is it? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was on... Hallmark or something like that. Wow.
3: Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly and, what I've been looking for all this week. It'd seriously. say,
5: like, ground control to Major Tom, and then it'd this go cat meow. Go, meow. <laughs>
7: <"What?"> <laughs>
5: So, yeah, Major Tomcat it, it was. explains a
3: lot, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, so it was a cartoon version of Space Oddity.
5: It was, yeah, yeah.
3: If that's out space
5: Oddity was number one when I was born, and that, if you do your maths, you'll realise how sprightly, young, and handsome I am.
3: Yeah, do you mean <laughs> first or second time round, Space Oddity? So this has turned into a therapy session. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, Greece. Okay,
5: Frankie Valli. Yeah. Right, let me just get this straight. Had he been? Had he? He was out of public consciousness, wasn't he? When when yeah. when they did that, they the Bee Gees bought brought him out of retirement to do Well, that. I uh, the,
3: he was assigned to. Tamla Motown, oddly, at the time, and those were the demos were rejected that became Greece. Grease is the world. You word. are you joking! Yeah, there's a few of them, I think, yeah. <sighs> Did he do Greece is the world? Is that, or is that. That was Frankie Valli.
6: Absolutely, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: There was a few they I think were paid for by Motown, strangely. And wow, my eyes adored you. Well, that wasn't that. Was that just previous to Greece? That, but uh, I don't know
5: what that is. But he'd yeah. escaped. But he wasn't in the public eye at that point. He was no. a has been, and no. they bought. It. That was a good move bringing him out because everybody was has been. Yeah, yeah it, amazing. yeah, it worked. Yeah,
7: it worked. Yeah, such
3: yeah. a great song. It is. Yeah.
5: yeah, I like free jazz. I like French free jazz, and I like you know, and I like r- Russian prog. But I also like Greece is the word.
3: Mm. Yeah, by Frankie Valli and the, and the Bee Gees.
6: Yeah. I mean, I hammered hammered that tape.
3: That was a phenomenon. Well, I was yeah, older than that. Yeah. It wasn't for me, but Phenomenal. all the girls and the, especially the girls, the girls and the boys went nuts for that thing. Yeah. It was the thing, wasn't it? For such a long time. And I was, all
6: the, yeah. All the actors were like very old. <laughs> they went like. Uh, did you want to be, uh, to be? Did
3: you want to be Olivia Newton John
6: uh, for that yeah, time? Yeah, but I did like Rizzo.
3: I'm trying to think of an obscure
5: smart cover version of Greece, <laughs> and I can only think of the Mac
3: lads <laughs> <laughs> well, crowbar anything into this musical show Do you know
6: what I once went to see the MacLads, lads and, <laughs> and uh, the lead singer what Muttley McLad, yeah, yeah. he said hang on a minute he stopped the song and he said I can see a really fit girl there in the audience <laughs> and then a spotlight came on me and then he threw into the audience mm. the rind of some pork chops. Oh. <laughs> and it landed at my feet <laughs> and I nearly died of oh, oh, oh. I thought he was gonna throw oh, some,
3: no. something. It was
6: uncooked. Jane, what pork can I say? Where was the gig, rind. just
3: in case I was listening to it?
6: Witness Queen's Hall. Was it <laughs> Yeah. It was a good gig. Was it was it arguably a musical? <laughs> um, oh,
3: hang on! You're stretching. No. You're
5: stretching. You band are band listening to J- the Finders Keepers Radio Show, <laughs> making global sound local.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a <musical. laughs> That's a great story. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs>
5: More, more, um, more horror, horror, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not quite as horrific as uh, Matt Ladd's experience, but uh, oh, yeah. the rind of a pork chop, <laughs> the rind of a pork chop, indeed. we has got a butcher connection. This, this is the rite of exorcism. Um, I always forget how, how, how pretty damn great that record is. Mm. Um, yeah,
3: some something of a of a the exorcist meets Bugsy Malone. That's some uh, music, some real musicality about it. Isn't mm. that sort of, that bass thing? Guitar thing going on underneath. That's what you get with The Exorcist meets Bugsy Malone. You do.
6: Mm. Bugsy Malone. Some of the songs in there. But again, who wrote the songs?
5: Ah, the songs in Bugsy Malone were written by Paul Williams, who, who was in a band called The Holy Mackerel.
6: And what other musical did he do, Andy? And
5: he did Phantom of the Paradise. Thank you. Oh. Which is incredible. Do you incredible. Like that link? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, yes. Do you know who Paul Williams is? Are you familiar?
3: Yeah, yeah did you he? Would, he, he, know... he appeared on The Muppets. And
6: yeah, he
5: <laughs> did, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, of course I do, yeah. Strange looking back, but he was like a kind of a John Denver kind of character, wasn't he? Oh, oh yeah.
5: Elton John. I think he's close. Oh, and, is he close to John John? Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. tell you what, he, what, he's still going. Oh, is he? He's got a flat top. That's it. Yeah, flat top and little round glasses, yeah. 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 In fact, the more I think about it, Phantom of the Paradise is a mixture of all the all the best An musicals. Amalgam. It must be Phantom of the Opera, obviously. Mm-hmm. Bugsy Malone because of Paul Williams, but then with the huge disco influ- influence of Saturday Night Fever, and then the freakish sort of Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, you know, the cross-dressing main big silver character. But it's also the story of Faust. That's what it is. Faust. Oh. In fact, yeah. Faust. Ooh. Which is also, I mean, bedazzled. Mm. Is bedazzled, uh, uh, bedazzled, isn't it? Uh,
3: isn't it? Well, they, they sound like it sounds like a musical score, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Dudley but on his piano. In, in fact,
5: Faust it? is a brilliant theatrical concept. I mean, that was obviously a stage play to start with. Mm. Let's let's play a quick uh, a quick record. Uh, this is by an amazing French concrete theatre composer called Igor Vokovic, and this is Doctor Faustus. Mm-hmm.
3: to the finest Keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. Uh, we're talking about musicals. We have Jane Weaver, sort of a globalist in. Uh, thank you for popping in to talk. Uh, it's You're always welcome. been an outpouring, this for you, hasn't it?
6: Yes. It, yes it's I some sort it, of
3: cathartic sort of uh, yeah, experience.
6: I do enjoy a good musical.
3: What did you think of that especially
5: dark piece of music we just played?
6: Good, yeah. Spoof, dark. Kind of dark, yeah. Spooky. Was, spooky. It,
5: by a, a choreographer called Norbert Schmucky performed at Avignon Theatre, which mm. is in the... Uh, Provence, is it? I guess it's in Provence.
6: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So did you ever see yourself writing a musical somewhere down the line?
6: It's what well, you know. What it's
3: on the back burner, isn't it?
6: I'm not. I'm not about to reveal my next record. <laughs> it's a, it's a, no, genuinely, I think it's just a good thing to do. Yeah. Is a, a, if you can write music to be able to put it to, you know, if you can put it to soundtracks, music, or whatever, it's like. But that interesting. That's what
3: an album is, isn't it? Is it if you've got this? If it's, idea, a, concept if it's a concept album. album which... Or just a
6: collection of songs. Oh,
3: okay, okay. Well, that's or the a way. Well do you? You, you know, Silver Globe was in, in a concept in a way, wasn't it? You agree with that, don't you? Yeah. I
6: suppose it, it was. A concept album.
5: Yeah. Yes. Oh my! I know what's a what's a musical without oh. a shadow of a doubt. Malamoshka via the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Uh, if if you take you know the premise and the rules that 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 the lyrics of the songs are paramount to the to the actual telling of the story. It's a yeah,
6: musical. Yeah, it is a musical. It's a musical. Right.
5: Should we play a bit?
7: Yeah. s Druhý kámen rubý, zamyká ústa. ústav. Třetí kámen černý, ten jí v srdci zůstav.
10: A v tom třetím kamenu
3: there we go, that was uh, nice. from the Little Mermaid.
5: Yeah, yeah, the Czech Czech um the Czech musical um mm. but uh, with the music by Zendet Lishka, amazing uh, composer. Jane, you actually performed
6: Aquatic Babichka. Bitch one of those songs mm. at... um uh, first one number six yeah. last year with uh, Joe Duddle.
3: Is that where you cried, Andy? I right. Well, yes,
6: my heart. I, I was made in my a mouth. few grown men cry. Really? Won't yeah. yeah.
3: be for the first time. <laughs>
6: no,
5: right. usually pre, pre nine a.m. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what you mean? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to do my top five. Yeah.
5: All yeah. oh, right. I oh, so you going to do your top the top five? Okay, Jane Weaver's top five musicals. musicals. So can, can we do this in, rat? Right? Can we do this in a CCS? Led Zeppelin stroke
3: bullseye fashion. Right, if you you want to, here we go. This is Jane Weaver's top five musicals of all time.
6: In five. In five, we've got Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. In four. Uh, We've got Bugsy Malone. In three. We've got Grease. In two. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Jane Weaver's special star soundtrack. Okay. Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh.
7: Oh, go. Super smashing.
3: Great. I would have done Bruno Brooks as opposed to Bullseye, but there again, you know, no, that's no, a, exactly. it's all about opinion.
5: This is what it is. This is what musicals about mixing it up. Yeah. This is the problem with musical soundtracks on vinyl. Mm. There's always great bits, but because they're so sporadic and all over yeah, the place, I mean. Hopefully, we can speak to Doug a little bit later about Russian soundtracks. Wow. I mean, when you, when you don't, when you, they're, they're right needle droppers them. To try and go back and find the same tune
6: twice
3: mm. is like almost impossible. Hey, the, the Amber Light's coming out on vinyl. Talking of vinyl, isn't it? Yes, it At is. Last. Yeah. Uh, it's d- coming
6: out very soon.
3: Uh, any uh, amber coloured vinyl, is this true? Yes. Wow. It looks
5: like a pre sucked locket.
6: <laughs> 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 or like the tears of a bee.
3: Or tears a, of a bee. Or a cod liver oil. Yeah, oh, something like that it? would It's mostly yeah, like cod liver yeah, oil, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it's a thought though. It was there. darker. You don't need a PR agency to sort this off. Just ask <laughs>
5: me. I'm gonna i want to do the prize. Yeah, let's. Yeah, bit of a delay getting that on vinyl. Olive oil. We were trying to make the most of our hopes that were hanging on that um, ostentatious um, talent show,
6: <laughs> co- co- co-
5: TV talent show called the Mercury Prize. Yeah. It would do a sticker saying pressed onto cod liver oil coloured vinyl. I'm sure.
6: Yeah. It won't sell
2: at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, We all need the store to sell something. Thank you, Jane Weaver.
2: From global glam to failed pop, around the world, this is the Finders Keepers radio show. Making global, local.
3: Dosage of horror, some horror funk almost again, maybe. There I'm is... noticing a lot of great bass lines as well. Or is it yeah. my hearing today? Well, I'm guessing
5: that's another overture.
3: Yeah. That's another religious piece, that. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, religion on this
5: show. Yeah. It comes that... with our blessing. That was a stage play called something like Tempo di Demoni by Stefano Marcucci. Uh Forthcoming Founders Keepers release. Oh. I'm
3: pleased to announce. Good. But yeah, some sort of religious stage show. That happened in Rome. Seems to be a lot of exciting things happening uh, from uh, the Finders Keepers organisation. Ah, every day's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Every day, you know what? Every day is like Christmas. It is, isn't it? It is indeed. A musical Christmas. It is indeed. While
5: well, um, that last tune was playing, Pete, I put all your details into a special computer that uh, a friend sent me over from uh, what East doing. Berlin, uh, called the Robotron fifteen ten, and it uh, put everything in there and tried to like an identikit thing. Yes, yeah, try to figure out what your favourite musical. Would be. Right. A bit of Motown, bit of soul, everything in there, a little bit of fantasy, yeah. you know, some nice dresses, nice shoes and stuff like <laughs> that. <laughs> and, and, and it's come out with the Wiz Oh <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which is the ill fated yeah. Motown um back Wiz with Dana Ross and Michael Jackson was Michael in it. Michael Jackson, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dreadful, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Quite apologetic version yeah. of The Wizard of Oz. A new take, yeah. The Wizard of Sars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've used the same process, and uh, the, this machine, that uh, an amalgam of all the things you've spoken to tonight. Yeah. And you know what's coming out of the machine for you? What? Chicago. No, it's Campers not. Campers of Rotetz. No, 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 no. Oh, no, yes, it is. No, oh, yes, it is. Your favourite... The machine it's wrong. is saying your favourite musical of all time is Chicago. Uh, the, no, it's Anna
5: by Serge Gansburg.
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is The Finest Keepers Radio Show, our B-musical special. A familiar voice, I know, a starlet discovered by Andrew Lou Goldham. Am I right? Uh,
5: that was Marianne Faithful, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice one, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. That was a, a French-only EP with a couple of Bert Jansch nice. uh, tunes on the flip mm. in French. And the A-side was taken from the soundtrack to the Serge Gansbourg-Michel Colombier Christmas Day musical Anna. Never seen it amazing. It's amazing. Anna Karina. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. she plays the lead role of a girl in Paris who can't get a boyfriend. Right. Imagine that. (laughs) Anna Karina not being able to find a fella. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's also like a tiny rip-off of Polly Magoo, the William Klein
3: film, if Mm. you ask me. You're listening to the Finders Keepers Radio show. This is our B musical special. We've been, uh, you know, far and wide and I think we're going to get even wider, aren't we? We are, yeah. Doug Shipton, That's me. We had a lot of fun about a year and a half ago
5: doing a mix called uh, Poly... Polyvox, Orthodox, based on Russian <laughs> uh, Russian synthesizers.
7: Yeah.
5: Uh, and the the more we explored this this genre, it became very evident to me that a lot of these things were, were musical based, if if not s- soundtrack based. Doug, should sh- should we should we play some Russian records? I know you've got a nice a nice stack there that all come under today's brief. What should we should we what should we go in with?
12: Well, yeah. Let's. I, th- I think. Well, we might just well start at the beginning. Um, young Alexander Zorbin. Um, uh, I, I believe he was one of the first uh, albeit late to the musical genre uh, one of the first to actually release uh, a Soviet rock opera well, mm.
5: the, the first ever Soviet rock opera. Wow. Be- that's that's impressive. So yeah, yeah, right. Let's hear it If we were to start an uh, an over game show, whereas you had to guess what <laughs> musical that was, uh, I, I think wouldn't we'd have a clue. I think we'd be taking like only connect or
12: something. Uh, yeah, project, I don't yeah. think it'd last that long. It's, it's got a whiff of uh, Jesus
3: Christ superstar <laughs> about it. Most, most things have, uh, <laughs> as we've <laughs> exactly, act, yeah. as, as we've discovered throughout the show. Yeah, a lot. Of, it all goes back to. That kind of, that and the rock horror show, basically. Yeah, see where they took their cues. Yeah, yeah.
12: What was it? What was it? Uh, That was um, Orpheus and Eurydice. Ah,
5: in with the classics. Mm -hmm.
12: Yeah, I'm not sure how it ties over to the the Italian opera, but it definitely uh, sort of has a foot in. In, in sort of Greek mythology, and I guess that's the thing with a lot of Russian records—is there's uh, they're all sort of tied up in in folklore and literature and poetry. So uh, I'm not surprised, to be honest.
5: Mm. I mean, my, my 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 baptism of fire was on, on a Polish uh, school trip, where I bought. Um, Instantly saw these crazy. You these
12: went to a Polish school. A Polish <laughs> school. no, I didn't visit. Yeah, I went to Polish around. schools.
5: And uh, they gave, they paid me in records. Yeah, uh, yeah which was. Uh, and but but the I mean th- the Polish stuff was easy. The Czech stuff was a little bit easier. Then we got to Hungarian, and it, the the language yeah. it wasn't easy to read the labels. But I did see tons of records on the label, which we now know as Melodia. But the Cyrillic text, if it is Cyrillic, is is it is, is right, yeah. it's almost impossible to read um but but you've kind of got you've got it down so you've fine-tuned that knack dog in recent years haven't you uh
12: yeah i um it was actually uh, i was in la with massa of, of mount analog and finders keepers fame mm-hmm. and uh a while ago and chanced upon um, a russian bookshop and I, I poked my head in and asked if they happened to have any records uh, to which i got taken Upstairs and shown a cupboard uh, with, and, and they locked you in a cupboard. <laughs> that you say they well, locked you in a cupboard for my trouble. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. And uh, they presented me with uh, a, a book. I think it was for sort of ages three to five uh, of how to read and write Russian. Oh, wow, that's
3: brilliant. <laughs> that's <laughs> the way to do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. An
12: ABC book, yeah, and it's like literally you can match up the Cyrillic and whatnot. And like, oh yeah, that's, that's really nice. That's really kind and mm. sort of. I uh, had a look through, bought a couple of records, and as I was leaving with this book under my arm, he kind of felt my collar and demanded like ten dollars for it. So uh. kind of burst my bubble a bit, but it, mm. it was still a nice gesture. Did, did can you do, can you recognise the word drum kit? No.
5: <laughs> can you can you can no, you recognise it's... the word modular synthesiser? Maybe, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's usually around
12: bands. That I could do now, to be honest. But uh...
5: so that was a Russian take on Orpheus. Yeah, off- yeah. that uh, often enjoyed Shipton, that Doug Shipton comes on the show and he plays a Russian remake of an Italian opera based on Greek <sighs> mythology. Way
3: too much information. T-
12: taken from I, t- I take it the early seventies, uh, mid seventies, but I, I I wouldn't say Russian. Uh,
3: right. Right. Oh. I
12: would say Soviet.
5: Very nicely pointed out, the, the myth that everything on Melodia is Russian. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's something. I got my fingers burnt quite early with that, that one. Yeah. 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 Chances are, if you start looking for Russian records, the first band you'll bump into is this band called Zodiac, who was sort of like a, a, a synth orchestra from Russia, the, I used to say. But they're not even from Russia, are they? I think they're Georgian, you know. Mm. See, Georgian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dread to think what I was doing when we were being taught this in geography lessons at um, the, the the keepers in, in.
3: <laughs> Really? Oh yeah just down the uh, yeah it's been knocked down now it was uh, it was an old church that one. It was cursed <laughs> Struck by lightning that one
5: I um, don't know I don't know
12: <laughs> Right where are we going now Doug? Um, well I think we should keep it in the Soviet Union I think I think that this show is
5: working the, the sort of patchwork nature of this show is a testimony to uh, uh, the, the, the format of musicals itself I mean you know Indeed. just needles dropping through some of these all over the place m- these melodia records yeah they bequeathed little jewels amongst you know mm. crazy vocal bursts and
12: whatnot so let's let what should we what should we skip through next doug well with that very theme in mind this is actually uh one of the first russian musical uh, rock opera records i came across without actually knowing it and again it was sort of separating the uh, the wheat from the chaff as it were that uh happened to uh, to fall in love with this record. It's a bit of a curio. It's, it's about um, a Chilean Robin Hood or a Mexican Robin Ooh. Hood, but who goes by the name of Joaquin Murrieta. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know a great deal about the man, uh, but it sounds pretty good. So what you're going to play us now is a Soviet version of a
5: Chilean Robin Hood alike character done in a rock opera style. Hit it!
1: Америцан Ньюс. Стать богатым за неделю. Золотая лихорадка. У кого деньжат нехватка? Разживётся в золотишке. И домой к своим детишкам. Слушай, ты молчело, приятель. Чёрт у меня стены печатать. Ты выйдешь к в клетке. Молодец! Пошли в Помоги собрать бумаги. Детжужару бедалаки. Для чего бумаги? Слышь, как? Разорвал и делу крышка. А, как вы можете? Речь идёт о регламентации. А номер
5: I recognize it, I know it well, and I love it. It's, uh, yeah, ne- never knew what it was called, was it? Joaquin
12: murietta
5: Marietta. I-, I think. Right, yes,
12: right, no. A, a,
5: a pivotal point of the Polyvox Orthodox mix that we uh, Woo, w- yeah. we we did we oh, yeah. did not so long ago. Impressive. Ha, where does Alexander Gradsky fit in with all this? Because uh, he's to me, I suppose when I first heard his name, he he was mooted as the Russian Serge Gansborg, uh which is always an easy fix. Um, but um, I, I, is there any truth in that? I mean, he works within musicals and he works within soundtracks. Um, is it, is, it, is he as is he as famous? Is it just the record collectors and the beat diggers who hold him in high esteem, or is he is is he as well known in uh, in his in his locality?
12: Yeah, I, I think it's definitely uh, a big big name in sort of classic uh, Russian rock and whatnot. One of the first, a real trailblazer. But um, I, I definitely think he does get. Uh, probably more props from the beat diggers and from the producers um um, and maybe unfairly so i guess because they they just kind of cling to those those gunshot orchestras those romance for lovers but there's there's a ton of stuff he did that's kind of hidden away as you say on the soundtracks and in the musicals and definitely worth uh, pursuing
5: out of all yeah i mean these records it's like you know if the language on the label isn't hard enough, I can very rarely return to a Russian soundtrack or a Russian musical and find the same bit twice. The needle—it's like divining for mm. damp. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a—it's a tricky one. But um, no, amazing. What—that's well, a—that's—that's that's a, a classic. Mm-hmm. A, a B musical classic.
12: Where are we going next? Well, I thought. I would stick with Ribnikoff. Um, being the first musical that I came across, it, it, it kind of uh, pricked my ears a little bit to sort of see what else I could uncover because from what I have found with my sort of limited language skills, um, there, there aren't a great many uh, musicals or rock operas out there. What I thought were turned out to be just sort of generic concept records or, or just as I said earlier, by the, the very nature of Russian records, they're just so hit and miss and so sporadic. He, he sleeps on the rule book, <laughs> The rule books
5: really don't. That's not what he does thus far. I think you, any Bollywood record's are musical, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we, the brief's been exploded mm. somewhat yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> on the show completely, thus far.
3: Completely. Yeah,
5: but, um, yeah, no, that's very good of you. Very strict of you, Douglas. Mm, yeah. yes. Well, we try. Yeah, we try. Someone's yeah. got to keep everything in check. <laughs> Why?
3: <laughs> and it's always <laughs> Doug. <laughs>
5: All right, then, so, same composer. What's his full name? Uh,
12: Alexey Rybnikov. Are you sure he hasn't uh, got a middle name? Uh, I, well, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to check, but uh, I'm probably pronouncing it completely wrong as well, so I do apologise in advance. Right, OK, then. What's he called? <laughs> Alexei Ribnikov.
2: Finders Keepers. Be music.
5: Bloody hell! I wonder what Mr. Wow. Ribnikov got for Christmas
3: that year. Yeah. Looks like he's got some synths this time round. Yeah. Nice. Wow. What a Great voice as well. Whoever that is. Yeah. Do you think that's an actor or just that? Sounds that's like Richard the uh, Richard Burton character, doesn't R- it? Richmond, Richmond,
5: Bertonski, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah,
12: that's that must be that must be like that must be 80s, dog 84, yeah, 81. I think, all right, but um, that that one's always thrown me this record. It's um, the sleeve has this kind of classical sailing boat, uh, like a ship, uh splashed all across it then throughout i think you could even hear them in the track There are lots of sailors running the shelters so god knows what's going on mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. that's it, it's yeah.
5: a great one yeah i, I, I quite I, do you know what i am going i think i could do a good line in boat records right but top Maybe four the next show top four boat records at the moment <laughs> with sleeves are the hook greek record do you know that i don't that's a good one mm. breeze by daniela casa Got yeah. a nice boat on the front. Mm. TRT Musicalary, Turkish library record. TRT TRT two, 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 2, that's yeah. got a But the Bus for us Bridge boat. Mm. Yeah. And my latest one is Older Than the Ribndikov. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, which which yeah. Doug's just shown me now. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. In the top four. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like I say, you can get us on uh, SoundCloud and leave your comments below. The what yeah. a great show! Here's my four favourite boat records. Yeah, yeah you, you can always yeah. revisit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or we could de- 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 dedicate a whole show. Dedicate de- 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 a whole show. What the sea, the
3: sea, and oh, no boat covers. Just a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two um, hours of records about boats. Be amazing, uh, amazing.
5: Yeah. Well, thank you, Doug, for that further uh, perspective on. I feel uh, much more travelled. You do, yeah, yeah. yeah. International musicals. You know, if a musical gets really big. Yeah. Like international acclaim,
7: mm-hmm.
5: it must be the the yeah. biggest hassle in the world to have to translate it into uh, different languages. It's not like a film where you can just pop subtitles at the bottom. No, that's true. Like yeah. A guy holding up cards. It would be involve a new cast.
3: Yeah, new it, score.
5: I can't, I can't. I cannot. I, I don't think that's. The biggest complication in making musicals, either. I bet it's quite a hardy task. Mm. The whole, the mm. whole thing, really, yeah. very ambitious. I think it's the sheer amount of effort that has to go into probably. doing something
3: like that. Although we spoke about uh, Griff Reese's uh, last production, which probably took months, and probably a couple of years to write. Probably I, did it.
5: I, I, well, I, well, I, the thing about that, I thought, I, I was so admirable of what he'd done. I mm. thought, I'm, I'm glad I know someone who's actually made a musical. Yeah. But it dawned on me. I actually know somebody else who did a a good musical.
4: Uh,
5: Matt Berry. Uh, Matt Berry. Berry. Uh, Steve Toast, Stephen Toast fame. Yes, Stephen Toast, yeah. Um, uh, Maybe we should uh, have a chat with him about what, see what he thinks.
8: This is Elijah Wood. You are listening to the Finders Keepers radio show from somewhere in the English countryside. Making global local.
5: Okay, I've put 50p and a 10 into the the, uh, phone box. Uh, Hopefully he's going to... Pocket money. Hopefully this won't be wasted. Right. It's ringing. Ah. Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Stephen Toast. Right, Matt Berry. Yeah. Uh, Hello. Is... Are you there, Matt? No. <laughs> uh, Mr. Matt Berry, nice to, nice to speak to you. Hello, Matt. Um so we what we were hoping to get some advice from you about making a musical because we know you made the fantastic hmm. A D B C a few years ago, and uh, and then obviously chat to you about uh, your own penchant for musical theatre.
0: Alrighty, I'll do my
5: best. So we were talking earlier about Holy Mountain, in a film which I know you're a big fan of. And I'm becoming quite untrustworthy of these people who, who are all over Holy Mountain or, who, but haven't seen Jesus Christ Superstar and refuse to see the merits of Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. And the similarities between them are astonishing. And the production qualities, the start and the end, the plot, various other things, the way it deconstructs at the end. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the brother and sister films, what do you think,
0: Matt? Are you are you, are you are
5: you with me there? or?
0: I'm totally with you, but I can understand why people, why there's like sort of trepidation because if you mention Lloyd Webber or you say that something's a Lloyd Webber thing, the first thing they do is they think of leg warmers and they think of <laughs> like grinning dancers okay? which, which just ruins everything yeah. because yeah. the thing about that musical, when I first heard that, I didn't know who either of those people were so I had it as a concept album which I just put some headphones on and just kind of listened to it, like I did with War of the Worlds Mm. And it had an equal effect. I thought it was terrifying. And I thought that the music was played very, very well. I mean, when I was young, I'd been about 16 or 15.
7: Mm.
0: And then I kind of since found out, you know, that it was Grease Band, you know, who were probably the best in the country at the moment for that sort of thing. So,
5: yeah. That, it, so he, you're talking about the UK, the stage production album, then, era, yeah. as opposed, mm-hmm. to the, yeah. opposed to the film.
0: So that's like what it that yeah. was The 1971. um
5: Ian Gillen, um so it's sort of Carl Jenkins, who was Keys in Soft Machine. Victor
3: Brocks? He's got Murray Head, oh, yes. brother of Tony Head. Say it ain't so, Joe, Murray Head.
5: Paul Raven, as in Gary, Gary Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Victor Brocks' wife as well, I forgot what she was called. Mary Bell and yeah,
3: all yeah, of that lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it changed many people's lives. That thing, didn't we? Were talking about it a little earlier with uh, Damon the fact that that uh, w- it was. I said to you, it was in the NME. It was, you know, in the, it, it hit the music press, which right. is pretty unusual, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, well, we're reading about it, it in Sounds a Melody Maker or wherever. You know, it's weird. Well,
0: because they wouldn't have known who Lord Webber was, so they didn't have any. It's time. true.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. a post
0: person's name, you know, <laughs> rather than sort of Phantom of the Opera, you know, or wherever your mind goes. Great right. too when
5: you think about it. Cats. Probably cats. Cats. Yeah. What it yeah. Is. yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Matt's a huge uh, Tubular Bells fan as well, isn't that right, Matt? Yeah. And 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 on my travels, every now and then I try and find weird Tubular Bells versions. I do anyway. But Matt's with Me and Matt have found a common a common or something what, common. Find the
3: odd versions of Tubular Bells.
5: Yeah. But last time yeah. I was in last time I was in um, Australia, um, I picked yeah. up a Jesus a, a version of Jesus Christ Superstar for you, didn't I? Which you'd, which you'd previously asked me about. Uh, yeah it, was it a japanese one that's right yeah yeah sort of hammond thing it's weird the australian link jesus christ superstar was huge in australia you know yeah y- you okay. know um have you ever seen the film stone the motorcycle mm-hmm. the crazy motorcycle mm-hmm. yeah. thing the sort of the australian version of psychomania if nothing else yeah. Yeah. well well after that sandy harbour who made the film was whisked off to do jesus christ superstar and i think you know we we're talking about hair how many american psych bands sort of dissipated at the yeah. power of hair because yeah. people just said you get hair come and join this i think in mm, the, in mm, australia yeah. it was the same with jesus christ superstar but there's an amazing rip-off called the rock mass for love and it's by the fantastically named bruce De- bruce devonish and the bakery oh uh, yeah psych rock band called the bakery so i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna put a bit of that in
9: There's a good reason
1: for living, there's a good reason for dying too, but the
7: Lord is the only one who can guide. Trust in the, trust in the Lord
0: Did you hear any of that, That was more Godspell. Yeah, it was Godspell, <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: <the> yeah. <laughs> But I was going to say, another reason why the whole kind of super. Well, one of the reasons, it's, it's got one of the most impressive bottom ends. There's a guy called Alan Spanner who yeah. played the bass. Yeah. And I honestly haven't heard a better bass player. You know, there's... you know.
5: Means. Right, yeah. But
0: whenever I say, "Can you do it like the guy from Jesus? You know, what I mean, bass players always know what I mean.
5: Opinions divided, isn't it? Because with the American version, you've got people like Carl Carl Anderson playing Judas and mm-hmm. that porn star as well who plays one of the uh, small uh, pigs or something. But yeah, yeah, you got yeah. the visual visual thing going going on there. But would you say that the quintessentially British version is is the better of the two?
0: Well, they didn't replace the music. For the film, they used the original album. Did yeah, they? The lot he said there. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. they did was just all, all they did was just basically just
5: take off the lead vocals. Yeah. Wow. All right. So that yeah. solves the mystery of the session players on the American version. It's exactly the same
3: versions. Can yeah. we can we talk yeah. about uh, a little bit about A D B C, which is? Uh, yeah, sure. It was. We were just l- looking at a little of that. How how old is that then? That uh, you look very uh, young. On it. You look very young on it.
0: About 10
3: years, over over 10 years, probably. Right, I mean, if everyone's not seen it, it's up on YouTube. But this was shown, was it Channel 4, Matt? BBC 3. All right. OK. The one by... Tom, is it Tom, Tom Wind? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Tim Wind. Tim, Tim Wind. I, I thought you're the innkeeper. I thought it was made in 1978. Says, well, that's the... Uh, the the, the, the <laughs> clapperboard at the inn said it's 1978. So you, it's, it's, all in the, it's all in the detail, Matt, though, isn't it? That, that, it is. <laughs> and I, I can't imagine how you'd go to the BBC commissioning rounds and say, I'm going to do a spoof Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, I can tell you
0: the story. Oh, please, um, pray tell, please. All it was they had some money to do a Christmas special which was three. and two pints of lager and a packet of crisps were going to do a sort of seasonal sort of like musical version of one of their episodes. Oh dear. Anyway, they didn't get their shit together and there was 50p kind of put aside for that slot and it hadn't been filled. So, they asked Henry Normal who was, yeah. you know, who was baby a baby cow. Cow, who yeah, then yeah. would you be able to do it in sort of 10 minutes and, um, I said, yeah, I've got an idea. <laughs> so then it was just that, right. and I think I lost money on it. I mean, there's real strings on it because you've got to try and make it sound like an orchestra, yeah. Because that's you know one of the main ingredients of Jesus Christ Superstar. So you know, from what I remember, that cost more than what we were getting. <laughs> so, yeah. So okay. I was on a loss with it, um, but it was one of those things. You know, it's like everything I've done. You know, no one's actually asked. For it specifically, <laughs> right? It yeah. could
5: only derail you if someone
3: specifically asked for that very project. I you know what I mean. And if I'd have said this is what I want to do, they
0: would have said no.
3: Do it, you recall the, uh, the the reviews at the time? I, I take it this was, was was this played over the Christmas period? Like oh, early BBC Three probably yeah, played about 24 before. times, isn't it? <laughs> uh... Yeah, it was just played once. Oh, right, OK, and... Uh,
5: it's
0: only ever kind of gone out one. Yeah. It, it had the... Um, you know that
5: Histoire de Melody Nelson TV promo, right. which had sort of yeah, like loads is. of great video effects? I think the director was called Pierre Avertie. Mm. It sort of had that vibe What's to true? it, didn't it? Those jumping through the airs and sort of them... well, mm. um, what oh, yeah, 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 it's free yeah, yeah. In yeah. the studio.
3: Have you um, ever thought about revisiting something like that now? Because it seems such a good idea. You
0: know, I mean, it is pretty much one joke... <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, you're taking the piss out of kind of rock
0: opera, which right, okay. not everyone is fond of and not everyone kind of likes. It's a much easier piss to do Dad's Army, even though that went down the toilet.
7: But,
5: um... <laughs> oh, yeah. With Julia and Julian, and uh, Julia Davis and Julian Barrett, were they, were they fans of Jesus Christ Superstar or musicals? I mean, you must have sort of had a, a common... A well, common...
0: I think anyone who's our age was affected by the film. You know, I mean, I don't know anyone that wasn't affected by that film. It's not what you think it's going to be. You know, when you're little, you know, Scary stuff. I mean, I remember seeing it, you know. When I'm but you know,
5: I've not, you it.
3: know, I've not seen it for decades. The film at all. I'm not even thought about revisiting the, the, the thing. And I can't remember. I saw it at the cinema or on the TV. I can't quite remember at all. It's worth looking. It's just worth watching for for and Caiaphas, really. With the yeah, What yeah.
5: shall
0: we do about <laughs>
3: Jesus of Nazareth? Never... Has it got a Touch of the Life of Brian about it? I don't know. Like yeah, it has a bit. I yeah. mean, yeah. anything you know, sort of costume against a very
0: bright kind of back. Yeah, it's going to look like Life of Brian, isn't
7: it? Yeah, yeah. Would
5: you go as yeah. far as saying it was blasphemous? Because, again, like Holy Mountain, at the very end of it, where it all deconstructs and the, and the, and the camera crews come in... Mm-hmm. I well, I think, think
0: that's what gets it off the hook. I think because you see that it's a bunch of hippies going to kind of recreate at the start, I think that gets him right off the hook.
5: He depreaches it, doesn't oh. it, really, a little bit, which yeah.
3: Has there awesome. only been any anything anywhere near it in recent times, either stage or film at all well, I mean. no Did Godspe- the- was Godspell since well, after-, after Godspell was after wasn't it, well, wasn't yeah, it? Um, influenced by the, the success of Jesus Christ Superstar Godspell a late yet, but- it was about yeah.
0: 1978 or 1979 Godspell. Yeah. I don't think it's anywhere near as sort of interesting as See, we, um, we where we
5: where we are now at the Keeper's Cottage in an undisclosed destination up yeah, north. Secret. Um, the local community centre did a version of Godspell. <laughs> they did recently, <laughs> and I good thought there. we should have gone. But they also did a tribute to Pink Floyd as well recently. Wow. they only be it's about ten little, people. It's good there. for a little school. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah,
0: that is cool.
5: Is it right to say that Godspell is a direct rip-off of Jesus Christ Superstar mm. mixed with hair. I think that must be what it's influenced yeah. by. Well, I'm trying they to, all bleed yeah. into
0: one as well, I though, mean, don't they? Hair came first. Did it? So there was Joseph before hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was Joseph. I think. I think Joseph was like 1967 or something. 1968. Hair was at the same time, and then Jesus Christ Superstar was 1970
5: right right i was just reading milosh foreman's book and uh he talks about making hair in that and he said he was finished casting everybody and this dude sort of scrawny Sort of like unshaven dude turned up at his hotel door because he was staying at the Chelsea Hotel. Mm-hmm. And this guy knocks on his door and he goes, Hey, my, my, my manager told me to come up for a rehearsal. And he got, and Milash Foreman goes, Well, yeah, it's hair. I mean, do you like it? He goes, No, I hate that shit, man. And he goes, Well, you know, but you want to be in it, right? And he goes, um, Not really. <laughs> and he's just like, Well, do you want to read for me or something? He goes, oh, no. Nah, I don't really want to even be here. And he goes, Well, why did you come? He goes, Oh, my, my manager's just told me to come. And he, he just said, uh, oh, why did you come? And he's just like, oh, my manager forces me into these things. Anyway, it was Bruce Springsteen. Oh, there you go. Ah, there yeah. you go. Uh,
3: yeah. they- What's it?
5: Uh, how's everything going with your own band, Matt? The Maypoles. We saw you recently in Manchester. Very good gig. Seen yourself some new gear. A few new dimensions within the band. Well,
0: so, thanks for coming.
5: C- Cecilia adds an amazing dimension to the new group, doesn't she? Well, yeah. I think she's always been with you as far as I... As, in, in my experience. She's always been there,
0: yes. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, she's great.
5: And she's been
3: making some great music of her own as well, mm. I listened mm. to recently. You know, Matt locks himself away in just everything in his own studio. Matt, are you still doing that? So lock yourself away yeah. for months on end and just do play it? You, you play absolutely everything. Don't
0: you? Apart from the drums,
5: have you have you got have you got a mini Moog recently? I saw you had a new.
0: I've got a mini Moog Yeah, I got. Wow. Uh, I got one of the new profit fives right. as well because I always wanted a profit, but they're ridiculously expensive. Whereas this is exactly the same thing. hey so
5: did you know, Pete, that Jane Weaver and Matt Berry. Also, share a penchant for synthesizer birthday
3: cake. No, I didn't, but you learn something new every day.
5: Jane showed me a picture of Matt with a synth cake. Jane, for a, for a, a, a recent milestone birthday, asked me to get her a synthesizer cake. So I went right. to the shop and said, can you make a synthesizer cake? So I wanted a Korg or something with a patch bay. <laughs> and I said, but yeah. can, can you do a gluten-free option? And he rang me and left an amazing message on my phone saying, listen we can make synthesizers with patch bays but we can't do gluten free versions oh, no cuz i don't oh my think God. <laughs> wow I, I don't think it stands up straight enough. i think it crumples but i want to do licorice um patch cords and stuff
3: in there. So well, yeah,
0: best bit of the whole thing. Exactly. patch
3: cords. <laughs> that would be all the little, 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 little uh, Sula Chew Laces or whatever yeah, they, used, they used to call them. Yeah.
0: yeah, Um,
5: exactly. but Matt, She had to get a Casio M10, MT10 mate. Oh,
3: so it was all right in it was all Everything was okay Yeah, there. and
5: then her birthday, she played it and then smashed it to pieces with oh, the nails. But, right, yeah. I, mean, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think uh, because we asked Jane a little earlier about her top five uh, musicals, then should we, Matt, would you like to select your top five musicals? Go on, off the top of the head. The first one would
0: be Giga Cry Superstar, mm-hmm. obviously. And then I think I do like West Side Story. All oh, right.
5: Um, West Side Story's got your amazing soul bass graphics and that is like gotta be the most some of the most interesting opening it? titles for for any film. Uh, yeah. You're talking about the film here, aren't you? Aren't you Matt? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: yeah.
7: Can I put The Wicker Man in this? Ah! spoke
5: about that earlier. Very interesting. Yes. All right, so you can just solve this little argument for me, Mm. because at at the top of the show, we were just talking about what is it that actually makes it an authentic musical, and we were saying the music has to be an integral part of the plot. And as a random comparison, I picked out The Wicker Man, and Damon was just like, no, you're not trying to crowbar The Wicker Man in again, are you? Well, no, I think you
0: can. I think what it is, I think it has to shift the plot. Yeah, it's exactly. along. If, if yeah, if the actual musical songs shift the plot along, then it is a musical. If it's sung, then it's an opera. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's rock or not. Okay, yeah.
5: With Gently Johnny, you would arguably not know what they were up to upstairs. If you were if you were of no. that angelic mind, you might even not know not know that Willow and that young man, Beach Buchanan Mm -hmm. Are having it off upstairs. If it wasn't for the lyrics of "Gently Johnny," would you say? No,
0: you you wouldn't. Right. Okay. It's a a musical. Yeah. And the Maypole dance. You have to know that those kids are kind of, brought up to think that way. Yeah.
5: Mm -hmm. Have you ever danced? So that's
0: important (laughs) as well.
5: You've never danced the Maypole? No,
3: never in my life. I had to do do country dancing at school. My sister was
5: a May
0: Queen.
3: Really. Uh, well, they do yeah. a lot. They do a lot of it round here, don't they? You oh, should, do they? You should get into it, Pete. No, thank you. No, thanks. It. A get bit strange. Anyway, let's get back to so, it. Was that your third selection, Wicker Man? Yeah, so, it would. And another two. pair the album, the first album. Galt McDermott? Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: Because I don't like the film.
5: No, I don't like the um, film. And I'm a massive Milosh Forman fan. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I don't like the film, but I'll make apologies to Milosh for that in a, in a few tunes. Well, time, I think maybe.
0: it was made too late. I think if it had been, you know, sort of made at the time, you know, it would have been much better. Have you ever seen
5: films like uh, Taking Off or Audition? It is his first American film, Audition, where he basically just no. he just Kathy, no. he just put adverts out for female singers, and the the start it, it, the start of the film is just all these amazing female singers just coming off the streets in New York, including Carly Simon uh, by random, okay. and um, oh, what's she called? The one in Misery, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, oh. and her song is incredible. I think it's called Even the Horses Had Wings and yeah, you should check that out because it's brilliant. You I know, Yeah, it's a good one. Mm. So one more left, I think. What's the... Yeah, what's,
0: what's the... Green Bay Vampire.
5: Right. I've only ever seen a poster for that. <laughs> Never seen the film. Didn't even <laughs> Your know... Your face lit up with that then. <laughs> I, I thought it was a joke.
7: Yeah,
0: really? Yeah, is yeah. it a good one? It's good. Is Alan it? Armstrong. plays a the devil. It's very, very Channel 4 and it's very early 80s Channel 4. George My... Fenton, I think, did the music. Ah, he right, did the Monocle okay. Mutineer, and he's done loads of things. He did right. Bergerac.
5: Is that Alan Parker playing guitar on Bergerac? I think it might be. Not sure.
0: No, it's um, Ray Russell.
3: Oh, right, OK. Simon Park on piano? I no. think
0: it'll be Mo Foster will be playing the bass. It's probably... Simon Phillips will probably be playing the drums on it, but it's definitely um, it's definitely Ray Russell that's playing that. All right. That are, lead. Part.
5: Are you still doing the theme tune to Sorry in your uh, repertoire?
0: no cuz it's on the album though so it it's it was just done you know that that was it <laughs> I don't
5: think we'll be doing that again. Ronnie Hazelhurst is it, yeah. I think. I
3: yeah. Yeah. And weirdly, it's been rerun on BBC4 at night about half seven. That's moment, Matt's right? doing. That's yeah. Matt's is that, doing. In doing Matt. Yeah. Did you fix that? Power of Matt. Yeah. I, I didn't fix
0: it. No, I had nothing to do with it. I don't know
3: why Sounds like you and Matt should have a weekend <laughs> away together with all this malarkey. You two, you've gone forever with it. <gasps> well,
0: something
5: else i know
3: I I we're know. terrible. No. We Matt. spoke about a bass player for about three years. <laughs> 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 Who was the bass player? <laughs>
0: Ah,
5: well, this is it. Is this That's all right? The oh,
3: question. What was, the, what was the What was the debate, who it was? Yeah, will
0: it... Will it I it... thought it was Herbie Flowers.
5: Right, and I know and, that it's um, Dave Richmond. And oh.
10: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. Oh, right.
5: it's, it's Dave. It's Dave. It's Dave. Is it? All right, then. Well, thank you very much, Matt. We're going to move great. on. Yeah, Show's almost running out of time yeah. now. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Matt Berry, thank you
3: very much. Well done, Ch- Matt. Cheers, Matt. Matt. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. Off. say hello see to Eddie soon, f- yeah thanks.
5: see you soon say hello to Eddie for me see you soon ah, Matt take care adios lovely fella yeah. yeah font of knowledge yeah he's funny as well about UK mm. production music and libraries he's, he's good he's good smart I feel a bit guilty about um slagging off Milos Forman's hair though because really? I do love Milos Foreman. we should play that track actually the um, uh, is this you
3: making amends here uh,
5: yeah yeah yeah. Bobo Bates Kathy Bates fine um, yeah and even the horses had wings
10: I was born into a world full of angels and kings,
2: and there was some place to grow and
10: someone to be. And even in the darkest of storms, you knew that the sun was still there. And. Even
2: kind of world with its heart set on laughter and a star was meant to be touched and a dream to be after
10: and at the end of each day was the wonder of each night and each
2: to do, but it's been so long ago that I really can't remember what it was. Horses?
5: Blissful, blissful, blissful moment uh, from a Milos Foreman film called Taking Off. Brilliant, brilliant film. Pete, mm. <laughs> Are you still still with us? I'm zoned out a little who, bit. Who there. You, it's been a long show. Is a little test? Who who was that singer again? One of my favourites. You can't remember, can you? She, uh, yes. A uh, clue. She was uh, recently in the in the American Office. Yeah. Uh, she I, yeah. she. Um, Liked to take a large lump hammer to James Carnes' leg. Oh, oh in, um, uh, uh,
7: yeah,
3: I know Cathy Bates. Uh, I Kathy could have Bates, told you that, that. Was, of yeah. course. Oh, Kathy yeah. Bobo Bates. There yes, before she was famous.
5: Before they were famous. So, uh, yeah. Is that, oh, is that the door? Uh, Who can this be at the at the eleventh hour? Um, oh, well, there's that
3: pungent uh, aroma around the the keeper's cottage. Oh,
5: um, well, I'll I'll go down.
3: Are you going to go yeah. and? Okay, off you go. It's strange having such the. Door knocking at such a late uh, stage oh. in the show.
5: Hello, Damon. I, I
4: thought, you'd, thought you'd
5: gone. How was, was Tateworm's gaff?
4: We, go, we got about halfway there. I stood in something rotten. Tateworm right. had the audacity to say I stank, so I just <laughs> left him where he was.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: what, you mean you've had a bust up with Tateworm? Yeah, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. A, there's me thinking it was a beautiful relationship. It what? was going well, but
3: it's... You really bonded. Is it over? It's gone pear shaped, yeah. Really? <laughs> what was shape. it?
5: What? Did, what I mean, did you meant? Did you say anything untoward? You didn't start talking about eight tracks, did you? Uh,
4: you did, didn't you? It could have been. You started talking oh, about late, eight tracks.
5: You? Don't ever talk
4: to Tate women about eight you tracks. You could have told me. You could have told me there were rules.
5: You, no, don't ever talk. No, well, oh well, yeah. Well, well, yeah, well. well. If you'd have asked,
3: we would have explained how to deal. with well,
5: All I can say is I look forward to hearing next show and see if he's got anything to say about you oh,
3: because I think you might have rubbed him up. Yeah. Uh, I would be listening to that next show if I was it. you too.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going away for a few weeks, so if tape, if you've seen me before I do, just tell him yeah. I'm sorry. Right, to okay. I'm okay. sorry
3: anything. it's all ended sort of uh, on a on a on a bad note your first visit to the Keeper's Cottage, because you were having such a
4: nice time until... I'm you... gutted, to be honest, Pete, I can't talk about See, it. He's got a nasty side to him. Anyway. Nasty side.
5: Have you ever thought about doing a musical, Damon? Have you ever been asked? or you... I mean, you've done soundtrack stuff, but what about, you know, have you ever thought about doing a... Never been approached to do anything like a musical?
4: I don't think so. Is it something you'd be interested in? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think it's harder to get right than people may imagine, mm. I think. It says... It's, it's a... like, I've been to theatre quite a lot. In the last few years The, the I mean, Carole King one's a good one Right well Probably got time for one last tune uh, mm. Good
5: um, I think If we just play one more tune Within this track Right If we can summon up All our favourite people And get everyone together Oh uh, That in like our you're favourite the world. studio With our favourite records In the English countryside And so. enjoy some of our favourite
7: things
10: Whirl and mittens Brown paper packages
1: Tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Green colored
10: ponies Crisp apple strudel Doorbells and sleigh bells Schitzel with noodle geese that fly with the moon on their wings These are a few of my favorite things i
3: It works. Yes, it everybody's here. Summoned up everybody's
5: presence. Doug, Damon, Jane Weaver, Jane. If you can identify my favourite things, what musical? Uh, big up and broomsticks.
6: No. 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 It's sound of music. No. Sound no. of music. Sound no. of music. It
3: is. Yeah.
5: Mm. Big, big favourite of yours there, Damon. In fact, it if you is. is is it the right time for you to close the show and say goodbye to everyone on our behalf?
4: I'd like to say a big uh, goodbye from the Finders Keepers cottage somewhere in the English countryside from Pete Mitchell. Mandy Botel from myself Damon Goff. and of
5: course not forgetting the beautiful Jane Weaver Doug Shipton Matt Berry Griff Reese uh, and
4: an international musical
3: cast of Mins D join us again soon for another edition of the Finders Keepers radio show you can follow us on Twitter uh, get to on Facebook and we are available on iTunes and SoundCloud au revoir
2: Finders Keepers radio Musical Masala.